you're about to encounter something morbidly macabre. Viewer discretion is advised. Mitchell coming out of it. He's coming out of it, I can see him. He's getting ready to rewind us up. This man's got to think about his life before he starts a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Everybody's working for the weekend. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Welcome to Morbidly Macabre. This is Mitchell with two a day. Two films a day. Keep the brain sane. And I'm here with Brian, Austin, and special guest and... I'm just gonna give you a hint. She's not in the movie Hereditary, so send your hate now. Cheyenne! <laughs> what the fuck's up? <laughs> Throwing it under the bus right from the get-go. Yep. We gotta set that energy from the start. Yeah, yeah, we had to. We had to get that out of the way for anybody. Let me listening. let me just let me just paint a picture for the morbidly macabre fucks out there. I had a wonderful shot of Jack Daniels Winter Jack Tennessee Cider. Got me all set up, was feeling good. I was feeling great, feeling the vibes, right? And then I come in here. I don't like the movie Hereditary. <laughs> and then Brian's like, I don't like fucking Dewey Cox. <laughs> We're talking about true horror today. Yeah, true horror, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? I thought Dewey Cox was a horrifying film. Sorry. And then Austin told me a story about how he fucking deadlined and died for a minute. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. I don't know what's real and what's fake anymore. Are any of us real? Yeah, is this just a simulation? We're in the middle of a true Snoke apocalypse, as they've uh, been calling for for years that we haven't had in, in years. Yeah, that was a crazy Valentine's yeah. Day for me, man. Yeah. So you guys are way too young to remember. I believe it was the, uh, the Valentine's Ice Storm of 1990. That was a good year. Yeah. That was yeah. a good year. That was a good year. It was, yeah. uh... Mitchell's a not, vampire. Not any snow like this, but it was it was truly just heavy yeah. ice everywhere. I mean, trees falling all over the place. It was insane. I still lived out <clears throat> north of Muhammad. The woods was our backyard. Yeah. And you would just hear this pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and you'd see a part of the woods disappear because this tree'd come down. Hell yeah. It was doing that all day long. It's kind of cool, creepy, kind of cool. Because there was some snow on the ground. You know how snow dampens the sound. So that's yeah. all you would hear was... These little popping sounds, and then all of a sudden, just a big boom, and the tree go down. If a tree falls down in the woods and yeah. no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. I, sound I, waves I are still emitted. <laughs> just nobody hears it. Yes. Is there any evidence that the Earth is flat? Um, no. <laughs> no. Was 9/11 an inside job? Oh, let's not open that can. Find <laughs> out next week with our yeah, interview with Elon funny. Musk. <laughs> yeah, let's save that one for a time. We got the whole podcast to talk about that one. Because, yeah, I think that's a can of worms. I will say that and leave it with that. It's a big old can of worms. Yes, it is. I George agree with that. W. Bush. Yeah. Reptile people. Mmm. Draconians, because I'm a man of culture. Mmm. Yeah. So listen, I know what you guys are thinking. You're you're all upset because I, we have a guest that's not into one of the greatest horror films of this of this decade. I understand. I understand the frustration. We're not going to go too far into it because I know everybody's going to be too frustrated and we're going to hurt a lot of feelings. That's not what she wants to do. At least I hope so. I hope so. Right. So today, 
We're talking about a really interesting topic that I don't know a lot about. Shocker. A big shocker. You shocked us when you said that. I watch a lot of content that has this in it. I enjoy it maybe a little too much. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Uh But I think Brian and Austin have a little bit of knowledge on this, but Cheyenne knows quite a bit about this topic as well. So we thought that we would bring her in so she could talk about it, enlighten us, maybe teach us a thing or two, teach you guys a thing or two. So I'm just going to I'm just going to go out and say we're talking about torture devices today. We're doing this whole podcast hooked up to a car battery. That's correct. We may live, uh, we may die. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, like Funny a, that you mentioned <laughs> that one. It could be a segue if it was my turn, but it's not yet my turn. No, I think uh, we'll expand just a little bit and say not just devices, but uh, torturous activities. And I am going to implement some uh, some bad guys who were fond of this that I think people should know about. So, okay. Brian so always comes under. into this so prepared. <sighs> I take my dark history shit I, seriously. The I appreciate the, it. The rest of the stuff I love vibing off of, but when I when I want to do my points, I got to get my points, man. Got to get my points. It's I'll fair. give it to you. Fair. <laughs> Full fair. creds to Brian. And, and my and here's my little tip for our for our guest. Uh, the one that you really want to talk about, save that one for last. I only brought one. Yeah, but you saw pictures of others that you know some things about. No. All right, all right. I asked him, I was like, what should I bring? Like, do I need more than one or do I just bring the one? He's like, we don't plan it. Yeah, not at all. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, All right, well, then start strong. Start with what you got. Are you sure? Yeah, Yeah. it is. Because I was like, I don't know what the other two brought. So I didn't want to encroach. Well, let me ask this. As an interviewer, which at some point we'll get into doing interviews with people, but as an interview type thing, what... Because we, we learned about this at Alcatraz East Museum in, uh, shit, Tennessee, big tourist town that I can't think of the name of right now, over in the mountains, Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Alcatraz East True Crime Museum. They have Ted Bundy's Volkswagen Beetle. Ooh. They have one of OJ's Broncos. I was unaware until I went there that he had Hell two, yeah. two matching Broncos. This... This is the one, I do believe, if I remember correctly. They have the leather jacket that John Wayne Gacy was wearing during his arrest that you've seen all the pictures. They have one of his art kits. Uh, they have pogo and patches, the clown outfits. Fucking A. And yeah, fucking A. What were the other vehicles they had? Uh, the Bonnie and Clyde car from the film, the 1967 film, not the Bonnie and Clyde car. And there was one other one that I can't remember what it is right now. And they had a section that was all of these torture devices. So, out of all the torture devices, why did this one, uh, why did this one grab you quite literally? Because I am a lady. (laughs) I am a lady. This is called the Breast Ripper, otherwise known as the Iron Spider. It's literally some tongs that they would heat up and just rip a lady's tits off. If she was a witch... Or convicted of adultery. So anybody. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> or if she did a self-performed abortion. If I can't have these tits, no one can, bitches. Pretty much. Exactly. And, and you guys, if you're listening along, you should Google some of these things because... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, they had a little they had a little card in front of it. It literally looked like some salad tongs, like three fingers. And it, I read the description and I went... 
Ooh, and just covered my chest, and I was like, I want to walk away from that one. That sounds yeah, horrible. They're, they're hinged in the middle like tongs, but they got spikes. So just think about that. The salad tongs that we use to toss our monocle salad every Indeed. weekend is also used to rip off women's breastuses. Indeed. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're very medieval looking, as most of these devices will be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just look up Breast Ripper, type it in there, you're going to see it. Uh, they were not exclusive. I did learn, because I looked a little more into it myself, they're not exclusive to females. I mean, it's it's heavily leaned towards the use on females, but they weren't exclusive. So like, they'd I, rip a men's nipples off if they felt like that. Oh, I was going to ask if they yeah. used it for like a man's penis. No, no, they they're, use it right. They are, call it the, the sausage grabber. <laughs> they, they cover a lot of area, so not yeah. quite as precise. The groinal ripper. They probably got something like that. There's no lie. They probably have something to that. You can take, take your butt button. cheeks off with them. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So they're, yeah, they're for grabbing things larger than most of us are endowed. So usually the pectoral area of the victim. Pectoral area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that looks pretty kinky, man. Yeah. Oh, I've seen those. I guess I didn't know what yeah, they were. Uh, oh, Austin hasn't just scared. seen those. He's used those. Did you send it, did you send it via a message or what? I did. The way he lit up, he was Facebook like, message. oh, I've seen this shit. I got it. <laughs> I know exactly okay. what this is. <laughs> Look, man, they're on a discount. I signed up for the credit card, all Dude, right? we've all been to the Buckley, Illinois rest stop. Yeah, that's right. This was the one that's I That's the one saw. in the museum. <laughs> oh, that's... They're like like antlers, but scarier. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah. ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's a hard Never pass mind. for that's, me. That's the ones in the museum. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm yeah. with it. I'm in it. I'm with it. So, the yeah, the breast stripper is a very cool one. And, and because we don't want to step on toes, I know I can name a few, but I don't want to take Austin's thunder. Austin, what do you got? So, my, my pick of choice, when I think of a torture device, uh, which I've actually got some commentary on the one that you're about to talk about, because I did some reading, because I was intrigued. Yeah. And I, I'll go into that later, uh, after you presented it. But mine is the brazen bowl. <laughs> it was designed in Sicily. Okay. Um, of all places, because, you know, crime rate, right? In right, Sicily. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. you get mobsters, and that's what it is designed. This is like medieval Sicily, right? Yeah, but even then, I think that's, I think Sicilians were the finger choppers and stuff back. I mean, a lot of that was European culture. If you're a thief, you chop fingers and stuff, but I think. They were yeah. wilding. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So they have this big bronze bull, like a life size bronze bull. Okay. And what they would do is they would take your criminal or your prisoner of choice, and you would put them inside of the bull. Now, the bull had one vent, and I wasn't aware of this when we were first talking about this, not until I looked into it. Uh -huh. At the head of the bull, there is a valve system. So okay. that's where the airflow comes from. Uh, okay. I this, see where this is going. Your person is inside the bull. They heat a a fire underneath of it, but they're very careful about the temperature. I looked it up. You can live anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes in this state. And as this bronze bull is heating up, you're not suffocating from smoke, but you're also not being directly burned. You're being burned from the heated metal. So most people instinctively are going to lift their head up and their lower body is being fried and the temperature is increasing. The really fucked part about it is there'd be somebody, usually the person who put them in the bowl, the executioner, who'd be manipulating the valve system and making almost like music out of their screams. And this oh, was like a public kind of thing. Oh, no shit. Yeah, this is 
Uh, it's so it's a not time. where I thought it was. I thought it'd be one of those things like, all right, a little bit of air for you. No, no, no. Air. No, that no. you would think. No, they were morbid with it. Oh, they wow. would. It was basically a really big bass um, <laughs> instrument. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I, I did not know about that one. That is. Yeah, I had to Google wow. it. So as you were speaking, I was looking at the pictures. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, it's horrifying. Okay. I don't know if like what i would do in that situation i think like man that that would suck yeah because i don't think there's a quick way i mean some of these devices it seems like there might be a quick way to just do yourself in but yeah i don't know a quick way to do yeah (laughs) imagine you're going through that much anguish and you can only hear what you hear on the inside as the sounds reverberate everybody else is hearing this distorted almost a character of what you're going through and like yeah this is a public execution like people are laughing and drinking and Throwing stuff at the bull. Wow. wow. Like, he's wild. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I was going to present that. that, and I didn't even know that until reading into it. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. That's- well, yeah, because what a lot of people might not realize uh, is live executions. I mean, back in the heyday, they were a, a show. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. You didn't just go and, all right, off with his head. Everybody go home now. I mean, they... If you got that many people gathered together, it's going to be a show. Especially French Revolution, guillotine. That was a huge thing. I mean, people would point out the next person going up. Hey, they're an aristocrat. And I mean, I know a ton of you have seen Braveheart, but that's along the lines of what a lot of those people would go through. I mean, you, you bring them through the crowd so you can pelt them with all your fruits and vegetables and hurl insults and feces and everything else at them. And then when they get up there, you know, you're... What do they call it? Uh, purification through pain, where they inflict all this pain on you. They don't want you to die quick. It's it's got to be a show, and they want you to relent in your thoughts and and your allegiances and things of that nature. I mean, as good a job as they did in Braveheart, they're not going to show you. I mean, I think it's pretty well implied what's going on when they they stick that hook up your ass and they start pulling your guts out. I mean, that's <laughs> that's how that. That's what's going on in that scene. In case you were curious. Oh, I was. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's going on there. And Hell I yeah. mean, they stretched him I think they stretched him crucifix wise and then they strung him up right by by the neck that but not to Sounds right. Not to suffocate him. That's just to to really pull you out. They tied him up his legs and tied him up around the neck and stretch you out that way. So yeah, I mean that. Well, I get why my dad likes Braveheart now. I get. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a good movie. <laughs> Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Yeah. Listen, buddy. <laughs> why is my dad so like Doctor? Listen here, buddy. <laughs> oh, not Braveheart not. is a great movie. Not Doctor. I love Fall it again. very much. Not Doctor. It's a family-friendly picture. Oh boy. Mel Gibson is a genius among us. <laughs> He can do no wrong. No. <laughs> no. Or we could do like, what is the new guy? Uh, like Steve Wilkos, is that his name? Yeah, but he's not new, man. He's yeah, been he's been around, he's been around for a while. Yeah. He's just like a bald, angry dude. He's like, the test came back. Well, you know, he did fuck that child. <laughs> Get the fuck off my stage, son. <laughs> and that's the fucking show. Well, you know where he got started. See, that's where you guys, the younger crowd, doesn't know. He was uh He's a cop, wasn't he? Well, that and he was... Dude, the, he, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't call him... You wouldn't makes call a him lot of the sense. body man, but he was he was uh, security for... Uh, 
That's why Jerry I think Springer. that. Jerry yeah, Jerry. that's it. Jerry. I don't know yes. why I thought he was. I guess was I, he a police yeah. officer at I, some point? Yeah, I, I might just be thinking he was security, and I, I don't know. I've never watched his show. I totally Super blanked Series, on so. this, but Jerry Springer is no longer. Like, the show's done. They stopped it in 2018. Do you know why? I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever watched it. Didn't look it. Well, it's, it's certainly because we didn't. It's not. I can tell you, it's not because we got any smarter as a society and didn't need it anymore. Yeah, no, 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 no. If anything, it's the other way. <laughs> right, right. Have you talked to some of <laughs> That shit's fucking yeah. fire. Hmm? Don't you do that? Right, torture. Yeah. So, you got anything else for us, Austin? Where's your set one? Uh, so I, I don't want to step on your toes no, 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 Just no, like no. you didn't I've, want to I've step got, on I've mine got, I've got plenty, you go right ahead But <laughs> I, I don't want to give anything away I, I, don't, I want you to go first Because I've got some variations that are really close to yours That made me realize like, like How common is this like thought process So I, I want you to share okay. yours Because I, I got something to add to it Well I was actually looking at something a little different Okay Than what I think you've been getting at yeah, that's fair. And okay. I wanted to, I was trying to check because I thought it had different names. Uh, I thought it was called the Wedge. You said the Pyramid. The pyramid. Oh, yeah. I thought it was also maybe just called the Horse. Either way. Are you Wait, are you talking about the, because I know something called the Judas Cradle, is that? What is the Judas Cradle? So that, I was actually going to talk about that one, so yeah. we can circle back yeah, to that. Yeah, that one's fucked up. That one's fucked, and it's on the same line I thought that you were going. Okay. Yeah. And there's like seven different variations of it. Okay. And that's yeah. why I didn't want to like step on your toes because it's well, all the same concept. The one I'm thinking of is, is almost like your conventional sawhorse, only it's a lot taller, comes up to a point, and you're forced to sit on it, and then they yes. put weights on your ankles. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And they, they like chain your wrists up. Well, because the most like, torturous thing about it is like you can't fall asleep. Like you, like you have to be coherent like the whole the whole. Time. Yeah, because if you relax or fight it, it's going to make it worse. Yeah. yeah. So they're basically... The idea is to split you in half very, very slowly. Hell yeah. And agonizingly. And a lot of... I can feel it now. While it was probably quicker to be a female victim of this, I hate to say it, ladies, but I mean, you're kind of more geared to it. You're more geared geared toward this fucking torture. (laughs) Hey, y'all, she got another hole. (laughs) If I remember... I swear if I remember correctly, it was made for a female to begin with, but guys were put on there too, and it's the same. I want to make you bleed out of every fucking hole in your fucking body, son. Right. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. So tell me where yours, what was it, the Judas? So yeah, the Judas Cradle is very similar. It's basically a chair with a pyramid top. It's all it is. It's like a bar stool with a pyramid top. Uh, okay, okay, so maybe that's where I was getting the pyramid. I, I might have got these two things no, kind of mixed up. I said it, but okay. mine was not the same. Mine was not the same. Oh, okay. They, the, the like scary thing about it is they were always made from wood. At least most mm-hmm. of them are made from wood. And the idea is, is wood absorbs moisture. They wouldn't clean them. Most people, yeah. if they even came close to surviving this, would die of septic shock. Yeah, they would. It's disgusting. <laughs> It's disgusting. And it just made me think, like, why is this such a popular thing? Like, why did some guy decide, you know what, I'm going to split a dude from his butthole or a girl from her lady bits 
And someone's like, that's yeah. a great fucking idea. Let's do that. Like, why aren't we doing that? Yeah. Like, it's such a common thing. You have German chairs, which are kind of the same concept, yeah. only it's on your back and they like stretch you out. I mean, it's effective. Don't get me wrong. If you wanted right. to torture me and get information out of me, yeah, I'd, I'd sell you out before you even like locked me up to it. So why did we stop doing that? And now it's just like the electric chair or I'm just going to shoot something in your body and now you die or because I'm going to put a bag over your head and shoot you. Because we're supposed to be more refined and we're supposed to be more humane now. Mm. I feel like the electric chair is like. You're only alive for a couple seconds. Right. But I feel like with every pain receptor on you just being lit up with electricity, I would feel like that's got to be the most, like... But see, I don't know if it's like that. I don't know if it's like that. I think it's such a large jolt. I don't know that you would individually feel anything. I don't think you'd feel the heat. I don't think you'd feel anything. I think your body would just just tense completely up and then you'd be done. The green mile. But... Yeah. And I can see how that... What, I mean, I get that, you know, conducting it with the water and starting somebody on fire. I mean, don't get me wrong. There has definitely been electric chair executions that have gone very bad. Mm -hmm. Very bad. On top of that, I feel like the but, waste and the cleanup is just bad in general, too. Well, they yeah. don't do it anymore, right? That's not a thing anymore. No, I'm pretty no, sure you still, still can. Use the chair. Yeah. Who still? What states still use the chair? Texas, I'm almost I positive. Say, I'm sure Texas does. Uh, I thought Texas just shot you. No. no. Some states you have a choice. Oh, nice. Like you, gas chambers are a thing. You can die by gas chamber. Yeah, Utah used to be one that had, uh, they still had firing squad as a choice you could pick. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one person's it, got a bullet. Was, and I, I can't think, Gary Gilmore. Gary Gilmore, I think, was Utah, and he requested hanging. I mean, you could still, back then, I think that was, what, the 60s or 70s, you could, you could request how you wanted to die, and he was like, ah, hang me. I don't know how many people would request hanging nowadays. I mean, that's no, I, with no. what we know. Yeah, <laughs> no. No! That, that one seems like could potentially have the most wrong things happen, and you survive it just to be... Well, unless it... Because potentially it could just snap your neck and you just die right that's there. That's the idea. That is the whole purpose of how it's supposed to work. Yeah. But there's a science behind, like, right. the people who the are doing these. The yeah. Weight. I mean, that's why you see a lot of, some of these movies that have, especially like your older, well, I shouldn't say older, but some of your westerns when it shows them testing the, uh, the gallows, they got the sandbags and stuff on there. They're trying to get the weight right because it's got to be a certain drop and it's got to be a certain velocity to, to get the neck snap. Otherwise... You could hang there, I think, 15-plus minutes. Fuck me. Just dangling and slowly <clears throat> suffocating. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, yeah, there's all that. I mean, I, I went ahead and Googled because I couldn't remember some of these, but just speaking to your splitting thing, yeah, this is uh, 18, or 8, most painful torture devices from the Middle Ages. One of them was simply titled The Saw. They hung you upside down like they were going to gut you like an animal, and that's what they did. They <laughs> sawed you in half. So basically, like, serving you like a Brazilian steakhouse, basically. Like, oh, yeah. do you want the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> you want yeah. the sirloin? <laughs> and all the blood's in your yep. head, so you're not just That's gonna die. Idea. Yep. Held upside down, allowing the blood to rush to their head. Uh, and then slowly start slicing them between the legs. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. <sighs> yeah, so you're feeling all that one. Hey, number two on the list is the breast ripper or the spider. Yes. Same thing. So we already know. About if you're looking that. at the same list as I am, there's one that I was gonna touch on. That's yeah, fucking go for it. Fire! What do you got? Well, because we're, we're literally because I'm a Mar. No. Oh, okay. So <laughs> no, because because I wanted to change the pace a little bit because yeah. we're just talking about like physically painful fucking torture. Uh huh. 
This one, I think psychologically, is fucking amazing. It's called White Torture. Oh, is that where they put you in? So it's it's basically like solitary confinement, but all of the walls are white. You're dressed in white. They feed you with plain white food. You drink plain white stuff and you just, you're just, that's all you see for days on end is white. And it's supposed to drive you fucking insane. Cause it's basically like, it's basically like it's killing your sensory. Like it's just your sensory deprivation. I mean, that's that there's all kinds of sensory deprivation tortures. Yeah. And that's why some people, you know, when uh, when the whole solitary was a big thing in prisons, that was always the argument against it. Is there's your your sensory deprivation for so long, it is torture. Yeah. And that was argued, I think, with some success on a number of instances. Quite the opposite: no light, no real noise. Yeah. You can't see or hear, but you know, kind of the opposite of the white light. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, that one was a crazy one. Uh, another crazy one is the wheel. Do you guys know about the wheel? I thought I did, but it's not the same thing that I thought it was. Uh, vaguely, but I could be wrong. Is it based on the Price is Right wheel? <laughs> uh, yeah. Because they fill that wheel with blood. That's why it's so heavy. Yes. And That's right. You actually and, got it. <laughs> yeah. Holy Wait, shit, really? Mitchell. <laughs> and, for, and for these folks, the price was definitely wrong bitch the price is wrong the price is wrong bitch yeah uh most commonly used in germany during the middle ages the wheel was a favorite form of execution victim was tied to the wheel on the ground and wooden cross pieces were placed under each major joint yeah after the pleasantries were observed torture would start hammering the cross pieces with a heavy iron enhanced wheel following the severe bashing the victim's limbs were then braided into the spokes of the wheels and displayed until they passed. How fun was that one, guys? Yeah, the wooden horse. See, that's okay. That's kind of the same thing. Mount Olympus, bro. It's such Spanish a donkey. Popular thing. mindset. Like, it makes me think that Vlad the Impaler stuck a stick through a guy from his sore end all the way through his throat, and somebody else was like, "You know what? That's a great idea. Let's do it, but slower." And it just took off, and I don't understand. Well, under the list, when I looked it up, I mean, uh, being impaled is a form of torture. I mean, what, we all think Vlad just did that, you know, stuck him through and made it a quick process. True impalement as a torture process was not that quick. Well, yeah, because the, the idea, idea is... Stick them, they stick it in your butt. In your body and they weight. they stick you up in your body. Yeah. Weight, yeah, it pulls you down until you finally die, and... Yeah, I cannot remember the name of this one. I think it's just called the fork. There's one that's it's forked in on both sides, and they they do it to your neck, and it sits in your breastbone. Oh. It's, and it, so it's like a sleep deprivation thing. As you start getting mm-hmm. tired, you go in, and you either stab yourself through there, or you try to push it in through your chest. Yeah. There is all kinds of crazy things. The, the one that I know Austin and I have talked about, we've seen different variations and different titles, is the, is the hot pot, or they... The, mm stake you out and put uh put rats on your that's one on of my your stomach and then put the yeah. the cast iron on top of yep. that yep mitchell and would then, recommend yeah, it yeah i would that's that's fucking it's it's, it's get the job brutal. it's a gnawing yeah. time absolutely yes literally 
put all those hot coals on that cast iron pot, and the rats the rats want to escape. They really do. It's and a shame that the dead rat that's in Cheyenne's wall could not be used for better things like exactly. this. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure it, there's it, people It wouldn't have went that. in vain, you know what I mean? And it might have survived. Hey, yeah, I would say I mean, it probably would have lived. Yeah. yeah. If it was fast. Yeah, because yeah, those rats, they just really wanted to survive, folks, and it was getting hot under that pot, and... There is a softest surface that they're up against, and that's the soft, That's the surface that will give way with just a little bit of gnawing. Oh, yeah. And that's how those folks died, was uh, the rats gnawing their way out from the hot pot. That's right. Yeah. Well, I think we could spin this around to Mitchell a little bit on... Uh, don't necessarily have to have the names of the techniques or the devices, but being into horror movies, I mean, what are some of the craziest... Uh, torture scenes you remember and from what movies I mean there's whole Saw franchises built on yeah, the idea of torture devices so but yeah. being more of your underground things I'm sure you've seen other stuff a lot of people know Hostel and that's kind of the purpose of Hostel too yeah. isn't it where you pay to torture people to death there was one very basic everybody knows it but like when I was a kid it was like the thing that everybody talked about it's in uh, it's in Saw 2 where it's like it's basically like it's set up like a ball pit, but instead of balls, it's fucking like syringes with needles. Yeah. Um, and you have to fucking jump in and like get stabbed by all of them to like get the right shit that they're going for. Oh wow. That shit was pretty fucking fire, man. That was some that and was some shit. I was gonna say here's where I hopefully won't lose any followers for this one, but I the first saw is the only one that I've seen because I thought it was such a great it is concept, such a good movie. I really liked how it was done, and if you haven't picked up from other podcasts, I don't like it if they continue things to the point of them be losing their edge. And I was afraid when I started seeing all the other saws come out, I'm like, all right, now we're trying to capitalize on it. It's, it, it can't be as good as the first yeah, one. Yeah, there's like nine so I of just, them. I tend not to do it. I mean, there are some that I know. I mean, the Star Wars trilogy, you go in knowing that was supposed to be three, then you watch it with the idea of it being three with saw. I think that was one of those, hey, let's... Let's throw this concept against the wall, see if it sticks, and if it does, then maybe we'll think about doing it afterwards. I don't think it... I don't think. I mean, I don't know the behind the scenes, but I don't think that was gone into with the idea of making it a series. Well, this is funny because I was just watching some uh, behind the scenes on... Uh, I picked up the 4K copy of Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, from a closing family video that made me cry my fucking eyes out. But anyway, <laughs> got it for super cheap. Um... <laughs> And they were talking about it and like, dude, making Saw movies for all was like a hustle. Like they made them so quickly in between each other yeah. that literally they'd be done with the movie. It would come out and then they would right away be making the next one. Really? And they did that for a number of years until finally they were like, okay, we need to fucking like, we need to take a fucking break. Yeah, for a while, it was yeah. every year. They were coming out that's faster than that's Call of saying. Duty. Dude, some, it was every year. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I remember some people that I that I worked with that were really into it. And yeah, that was like... But they were but they were making fucking money, right? That's the thing. Like, right. when you have a franchise that's making that much fucking money, especially in the horror genre, when there's a win, you fucking hold on to that shit. Yeah. For dear life. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, with that being more in your wheelhouse, uh -huh. let me ask, have you seen them all? Yeah. Do they drop off in quality from the first one? Yes. Okay. The story so, is super convoluted. So it kind of... So it kind of does go to my thought process of for me lightning in a bottle is a once and once there's some thing. good scenes in every movie well, Austin I'll and I have debated about this and my personal opinion after Saw 3 is where it drops for me 
Yeah, and I, okay. I'd agree with that. Okay. I did like Jigsaw a lot, though. I no. thought I thought the traps in Jigsaw, Jigsaw were pretty good. Okay, some of them were kind of love stupid. hate, love hate. I liked that Jigsaw kind of like brought a new vibe to it. Like you know that it's a Saw movie, but at the same time, it's got its own personality. It's got its own angle, kind of. Isn't that a backstory? No, the no. New, the new one that's coming out is supposedly gonna oh, okay. be like. Okay. Of course, okay. there's another one coming out. Get this shit. The one that's coming out. Guess who's in it? Hit me. Chris Rock. What? Really? Chris Rock is a big fan of the franchise and reached out if he could. He might be directing it. Okay. He either directed it or wrote it or something because he reached out to the franchise and was like, "I'm a huge fan. Can oh. we make this happen?" And they're like. I mean, sure. <laughs> Would not expect yeah. that, but I'm yeah, kind of here it's, for it. It's going to be called Spiral, and it was supposed to come out last year, but COVID happened, so I guess it's going to come out okay. this year, like in the summertime, I think. Okay, so I might have got my stuff because I thought I'd, I thought one of them, either most recent or upcoming, was supposed to but delve yeah. into some of his. Back but my love hate thing, like with Jigsaw, is yes, I think, I think the traps and some of the deaths are cool. I think that seeing it from kind of a new perspective and a new light's cool. But it just kind of tries to add to the story even further, and you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, right. sure this happened. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the twist at the end, not going to spoil it, but, like, the twist at the end, you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> no. <yeah>. Sure. <laughs> not one of those, yeah. Cool, yeah. but yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. Because, okay. like, that's what made the first one so fucking powerful because the twist was literally in front of your face the entire goddamn movie. Like, yeah. the entire movie, it's right there. <laughs> and then you feel fucking stupid at the end. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, yeah. And then as the movies go, they're like, okay, let's do the opposite of that. <laughs> let's just make these fucking twists something that's, like, just completely fucking, like, bananas. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, like, some of the twists are like, what you've been watching this entire time actually happened five fucking years ago, and now it's like this shit. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, because it's been a long okay. time since I saw the first one, but I thought that was... Because... Is it... Oh, who's the cop in it? Is it Danny Glover? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, trying to make this discovery and then what happens to him, and and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm 100% behind that, but I don't need... I don't know that I need it to continue from there, for me yeah. personally speaking. So, yeah, I mean... Well, and that's Saw, the original Saw is the only Saw movie that James Wan directed, and that helped a lot. Oh, really? Because okay. James Wan is the shit. What else has he done? I, I, I'm not familiar with him. So James Wan is responsible for the original Insidious. He's responsible uh, okay. for the original Conjuring. He's responsible for Death Sentence. He's responsible for Dead Silence. He's responsible for... That's what I can think of for right now. Death Sense. Is that Kevin Bacon? Absolutely. Okay. And it's a personal <laughs> favorite of mine. Is it? Not uh, a lot of people like it. I, I love it. I feel like I saw it at one point, but not at a point in my life where I can remember much of it. I, I feel like I saw it, So, but I don't remember it. To give you the right backdrop, now. and it's not a spoiler because it happens in the first fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. Kevin Bacon is, like, painted to have, like, this fucking perfect family with, like, a hot fucking Kelly Preston wife and fucking two beautiful boys. One of them is, like, a fucking nerd, and the other one's, like, an all-star fucking high school hockey player that's going to make it to the fucking NHL, bro. <laughs> and <laughs> a fitting job for him because he's this perfect family. He's, like, a stat analyst for, okay. like, uh, for, he's, no, he's a risk analyst. 
So he's like in charge of like kind of like I think he kind of has the same job that a fucking Ben Stiller has in fucking Along Came Polly. It's kind of like the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's the same kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, so to paint the scene for you, he takes his uh, son, the hockey son, to a game fucking scores a goal and it's like it's like the montage moment where the dad's like yeah and they play like these sappy music you know it's awesome right and they're driving home or yeah they're on their way home they're driving on this like dark fucking like desolate not a desolate area but like a like picture like south chicago like they're kind of driving on like the south chicago edge where like you can tell shit's not cool it's not really right you know what i'm saying and uh, they're having this conversation where he's like, Dad, I want to fucking play in Canada in the NHL. He's like, whoa, slow down there, buddy. And then he, like, leaves a void. They go to a gas station. Leaves a, well, let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. So there's, like, a thing, right, where, because there's, this movie is very much, like, a gang-related movie. And okay. there's a scene right before they get to the gas station where there's this car that's driving towards them that doesn't have their headlights on. So he, like blinks them to get them mm-hmm. to turn their headlights on mm-hmm. supposedly that's a common thing yeah allegedly gangs do that yes. and the first person that does that to them that's who they fucking kill yeah yeah for, right yep, i was gonna say i've heard that right yep. so yep. so that happens so then the car kind of fucking follows them and then skids off and they're like freaked out and then he looks down and he's like oh we need fucking gas great so they go to this fucking crazy ass gas station it looks like out of a fucking like Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. They go to this gas station in South Chicago. It's not South Chicago. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and the son gets out of the car. He's like, Dad, I need my fucking fluids. I want to get my Slurpee on. And he's like, okay, quick in and out because we got to get home, buddy. And then he fucking is calling Kelly Preston, his big hot fucking wife. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. The real Kelly Preston. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> John Travolta's wife. Yeah. Yes. Scientology killed her. I'm sorry. It's a bad joke. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Leaving a voicemail to Kelly Preston like, I guess we're never going to see our son again. He wants to play Canada NHL. I dropped him off at the airport. Blah, blah, blah. Joke, whatever. Gets off the phone and he's like looking around and like he can tell because he's like a risk analyst, right? He's having this realization like something's going to fucking happen, man. Something ain't right. And all of a sudden, this fucking, that same car drives up with a bunch of these hoodlums. (laughs) And they go into the fucking gas station, pull out a fucking rifle, (laughs) fucking aim it at the gas station attendant and the fucking kid. (laughs) The gas station attendant goes to, for like the button to like call 911, fucking blows his fucking brains out right there. Boom! Right? And then the main gang guy looks at uh, his like younger brother that I guess it's his initiation of the gang, Uh, hands him a knife and is like, this is your guy. Fucking kill him. And fucking right in front of Kevin Bacon's face. Kuching. That sets the movie. All right. So basically the movie is like a revenge movie of yeah. a pussy risk analyst, Kevin Bacon, that tries to take on a gang on his own because of his son that was going to be an all-star NHL Canadian player. So it's, yeah, definitely been done before. It's phenomenal. But it's phenomenal. Okay. It's um, dude. We'll see when you were talking Chicago and talking about finding themselves in the wrong spot and everything. Did you ever see an older movie called Judgment Night? Mio Estevez, Dennis Leary. I think I'd I recommend I that. One yeah, too. I don't think I've seen it. That takes place in Chicago. They go to a. They're supposed to be going to a boxing match and they get off. You know, they're stuck in traffic, so they oh, I know a shortcut and they. Oh, it's like Daredevil. Yeah, they end up in a, <laughs> in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> Not quite. They witness a murder, and then Dennis Leary's gang chases them down through 
Chicago through the whole movie just as they're trying to get away. And then when you said gang related, it made me think of the Tupac movie. Just be honest for a second. Why do people give Daredevil such shit? The movie. The movie? I don't know. It's like the most unpopular opinion of my fucking life. But like, I don't mind the movie. I'm not going to say it's like the best movie no, ever. I don't but like, mind the movie. people shit on that movie. I think it's Ben Affleck. I really do. You think it's Ben Affleck? Yeah, I think there's I can a, see there it. is a lot of hate for Ben Affleck, no matter what he does. And I think that's I think that had a lot to do with it. I really do. Like that's, that's my opinion. Okay, when they made the fucking Electra movie, that was trash. I'll give you that. But like, I never even saw it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but like the Daredevil movie, like I. I fuck with Daredevil. Like he's one of my right. he's one of my favorite uh, superheroes, bro. He's fucking he's bald. But the but Charlie Cox Daredevil is yeah top notch. Yeah, he's I mean, good. Top notch. He's good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wound off into movies because that's tend to tends to be what we do. <laughs> but, uh, outside of the Saw movies, hit me with something that we don't us commoners don't know about horror movie wise. That is, in, in essence, torture porn. Torture porn. Mitchell's seen some shit. That's what I I'm know. Saying. So like, I'm curious. <laughs> number one, what the movie was, and then what the act in that movie was that was torturous. And to mm. play on Mitchell's psychological things, like he did last week with the music, uh-huh. maybe not torturous to the victim in the movie, but torturous to see as the viewer. Or you could just hit us with some weird fuck shit that she came across at some point was like yeah, yeah I watched yeah. this happen oh god <laughs> like the day yeah, I, yeah. I, I have a movie and I have a, I have a video go go so, Mitchell's Mitchell's yeah. processing you go yeah. if you got oh, one that's okay. right on the top yeah go ahead I'll, I'll start with the movie um you I don't know if you know it it's called Vile yeah as yeah as in gross these people it's like saw-ish they yeah. get kidnapped they get vials attached to the back of their like head to Harvest whatever happy brain chemical or whatever brain chemical gets released when you're hurt or you have sex. So <laughs> <laughs> they're all put in a room and the little announcer comes on and is like, okay, here's here's what you can do, and we're gonna take them and then you can leave. And they're like, okay, and like this one stoner dude or something is like, well, let's just have an orgy. And the girl's like, ew, no. So of course, they all start hurting each other. And like they're they're ripping off fingernails. They get desperate and use a uh, like a cloth iron, clothing iron to like just press on themselves. All right. To they should have all just themselves. fucked. Like what? Like yeah. Know, like that's what I'm hearing movie, from this movie. I was like, why wouldn't you just have yes. an orgy? You'd you'd be done. You wouldn't have to hurt yourself. But like nope, they close to the end they yeah close to the end they they broke. Oh, you'd have a different guy. So there's what you're telling me is is there's a porno called Vile. <laughs> XXX <laughs> fuck edition. Right, right. <laughs> you know what they should have done? So they make the vial, right? And then if you buy like the Blu-ray or the DVD, when you go to like the special features, there should be like An additional alternate, yeah, ending. alternate yeah. fucking opening scene, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and at the close to the end, they're getting desperate. So each of them take turns breaking each other's collarbone because that's the worst pain, apparently. I feel like your ribs would be worse than your collar. I've never broken my collar or my ribs, but... I've heard the collarbone's pretty painful. I've heard the collarbone and, uh, was it your femur? Ooh, Just yeah, I can see the femur. Yeah. 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 They they started off as small as they could. Like, they were taking fingernails and 
and Dude, teeth. even that's fucking and and all teeth? That. That's yeah, like the they, worst. They were like, they were like, oh, well, we can pull out like some non-important teeth. Tooth teeth and are ear pain are yeah. some of the like, at least for me, are some of the worst. I yeah. and yeah, they were like, oh, one vial is not enough. So then it just gets more and more desperate to inflict pain on each other, and it's. Just, it's basically Saw, but it doesn't. You don't even get the ending you think you're gonna get. What's <laughs> your? What I remember. What's your real life thing that you've stumbled across? Oh, okay. Um, it's not really torture. It's more just dark. Like it was yeah, just a dark for internet it. thing. Okay. This is morbidly macabre podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the you have stumbled dollar. across something morbidly macabre. <laughs> the your discretion, discretion is advised. Na 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 na. I don't even gotta do an intro for that. You just did it for me. There it was. Um, This one was with my friend Felicity, the one that I watch crazy stuff with. I can't remember how we found it. I need to get her information then, because if she's down to watch shit with you, I need to give her some shit, man. Oh, oh, oh no, she's all for it. She's all for it. I'll I'll hook her up with all the info. Let's go. Um, I'm ready. I, I can't remember how we stumbled upon it. But we were reading about, like, weird freak cases or, like, y- you know, yeah. strange happenings. And we came across the story of a 12-year-old girl who broadcasted her suicide. Yeah. Live. Yeah. That was recent, right? Mm. Well, not recent, but, like... It, oh, it was Ben Drowned. We were looking at creepypastas. Yeah. Hell yeah. She killed herself. I remember this. Because of, quotes, Ben Drowned. Yep. And the entire 40 minutes... That was a big thing. Yeah, yeah it was. I, that. I feel like I'm vaguely familiar... Because that's my neck of the woods, is creepypastas. And yeah. I feel like I've vaguely heard it of this. It was before the Slenderman killings, but of course... Yeah, fuck Slenderman. They, they all <laughs> went hand in hand. But Whoa! The, no, no, no. Fuck Slenderman. I feel very sorry. Swendy! <laughs> oh, God. The movie sucked. Anyway. Squidward Suicide. That's a that's good one. That's a good one. one. Yeah. Fucking the Rugrats theory. Good one too. <laughs> okay, but this video, this video, it's 43 minutes long. The entire video is of her entire process. She dead silent in like the back, I want to say trailer park. It's a residential area. It's a tree. You can see all the houses behind it. She hangs up the noose. She tests it a couple times thoroughly. It just gets worse and worse. And I sat and I watched it and I was like, Oh god, and I, like I wasn't even processing it. It was also like six o'clock in the morning. We'd stayed up all night, so it didn't really register with me. But we watched Fuck the whole yeah. thing. She does her little like you know talk, and then she hangs herself, and she doesn't struggle at all. All you see is like the ending movements of like your body, um, and then she hangs there for like twenty or thirty minutes. You, I, I fast forwarded. You see the sun go down. It becomes nighttime, and then you hear her phone blowing up because her mom's calling her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all real, and it's all on the internet now. It is. So I'm a little choked up on it. It was rough, man. I was just sitting. Felicity's playing Legend of Zelda, and I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Like, just sitting there. Who was the chick... On YouTube, that made the video with the card saying that she was gonna like kill herself. That's immediately what I thought. Yeah, that was Amanda Todd. Amanda Todd. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. that. She one too. drank bleach. That's mm-hmm. how she died. Mm-hmm. Ooh, an odd choice. Yeah, effective, but 
an odd choice. Do you think it was like a psychological thing because everybody was calling her a slut, so she wanted to be clean? You know what I'm saying? Do you think it was like a psychological? Uh, Honestly, that that's a that's a yeah that's a point. You're gonna call yeah. me a yeah. slut? I'll fucking drink bleach, fucks. I'm the yeah, cleanest I, there I is. I remember <laughs> that one, but it's not the same as watching somebody a a child die on camera. That you know is what? Not the same. That one messed with me. <laughs> you know what bothers yeah. me the most about Amanda Todd? Other than the fact that a teenager lost yeah, their what life. Else right? you about Amanda Todd, bro? <laughs> it's nothing personal at her. It, it's Uh-oh. more so about how we handled that situation. Uh-oh. And it bothers me a lot. Poorly, probably. Very yeah. poorly. And I brought yeah. this up to Tiana, plastered at multiple points in my Listen life. Listen to me, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking understand why you. Fuck, man! No, so, <laughs> Get the fuck out! <laughs> No, come back. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a mean drug. It's like, God I damn. Just, yeah, I have a feeling. Quite honestly, if, if this is just the vibe I've gotten, if Austin ever called Tiana a bitch, I think Austin would find out what a broken rib feels like. You would I, see me in a torture video on the dark web. I, I, oh, yeah. I don't feel like it would end well. Yeah. No but, offense, Austin. I mean, I, I think you're a man and all, but. Well, but look at him though. I mean, it, it's not uh, even I you bashed. You it's breathe just, on him wrong, and it's <laughs> a fucking rib's gonna puncture, it's bro. Not even the, it's not even what he looks like or anything like that. It's just if he eats Austin's too thick of cheese, it's gonna fucking. You know Austin's a pretty chill guy, and, and Tiana's a very chill person as well. But I think if she was offended. I don't think she would hesitate to smack me. I don't want your mom to hate me. I'm just going to fucking... I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> stop she, right does there. Listen. She, do does, she does listen. She does. I appreciate yeah, it. She, she, she actually reviewed it. our podcast, yeah. too, so I appreciate that. I was going to say, after she hears this one, her review might be, uh, Brian and Austin need to dump that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Amanda Todd, allegedly, all of this started because some guy that she was talking with ended up either getting pictures or maybe he didn't get pictures. I'm a little foggy on on the scenario. Moral of the story is that she did all these things and she committed suicide and drank this bleach because of the fact that there's a rumor that somebody had seen her exposed body. So we, as a lovely human race, took that one step way too far. Somehow, somewhere, and it's true because I've seen them, her uh, autopsy pictures got released. Mm. That's fucked, bro. Like, she killed herself because of allegedly being exposed and all the shit that she got for it. And then we exposed, we leaked somewhere live images of her naked body opened up for the world to see. Yeah. That person, I hope, probably got fired for allowing that to leak because it had to leak from somewhere inside yeah. that mortician. Yeah. There's no way that you yeah, get your hands on there's that. There's very few people that should have access to that. Yeah, so that's... Should not have been hard to figure out where it came from. That bothered me a lot. On a somewhat brighter note, not really, sort of, but it's morbid. Uh, I know we had talked... Everyone in this room, actually, we were in this conversation about uh, Two Guys, One Ice Pick. Yeah. Uh, don't fuck with cats. The Netflix documentary. Dude, yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Uh, me and Tiana started it because we didn't know anything about it. We didn't read the description. We were like, don't fuck with cats. Dude, oh, and yeah. nobody's heard of it. Like anybody that I talk to that's never seen it has never heard of it. It's like the best fucking binge watch. 
of your life. Yeah, it's amazing. Everybody, really well done. Everybody in my circle has heard of it and has watched it when it came out, <laughs> however long ago. Yeah, but for some reason, like I'm telling you, like Madeline and I, the same way. Like we were scrolling around one day, I was like, "Don't fuck with cats." What the fuck does that mean? And dude, it's like. I thought it was a mockumentary until we no. got to the very end of it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah. I've seen this. Vi I've seen this video. I don't know. Like, I know, I know you two at least have seen the video. Oh, have yeah. you seen the video? No, you will be surprised to know I haven't watched the video. I haven't I seen don't... the documentary. I don't know anything about uh, the series other than what people have said. Bro. Because as soon as I heard the title. I got to do that. And I think it was Sage told me, oh, there's this new Netflix documentary. Don't fuck with cats. It's like, oh, about Luca Magnata. And she's like, yeah. I know the dude's story. I, so I didn't. Yeah, I was like, it's he's, Luca, he's, a, right? he's a fucking piece of shit, I, and I knew he that. is a piece of shit. So I didn't. So I haven't watched it. Pretty I, fucking smart, though. Yeah, at the time when that video was circulating in its little circles, yeah. there was so many people going around <clears throat> saying this is fake. Good job. It doesn't even look real. Like there's both sides of like. Oh really? Every the yeah. general consensus was that it was fake, and then oh, it came yeah. out that it was real. Now you can't trace it. At least that I'm aware of. I I went to go look. Spoiler alert, I was raw dogging a part of the internet without a VPN, so I'm probably on several watch lists at this point for trying to find that video for TI. Dude, I have to be. Yeah. I have to. Well, I couldn't find I mean, it. I, I know I'm going to sound maybe a little bit like a true crime snob, but yeah, I knew who it, I knew who it was about, and I know enough about him. Yeah, I know I Luca Magnata. Yeah, I didn't have any interest in watching He's no fucking Ted Bundy. <laughs> Yo, his mom's crazy. Yeah. That's why I thought it was a mockumentary. I thought this was yeah. all like a joke. Yeah. And then they're, they're talking about what he did. I'm like, wait a minute. This actually yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Those Canadians, true. man. Luke Those is a turd. Canadians, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other one that, uh, that, uh, they're sure killed that girl in, uh, the Bahamas a few years ago. And I can't think of his name right now either. He's a fucking piece of shit. Weasel. Vandersloot. Jordan Vandersloot. I don't know that I need to see anything on some of these guys. I mean, they're just fucking pieces of shit. Well, that's what, especially Luca, that's what he wanted. He just wanted to be exactly. famous and he wanted well, to be known. You know, everybody talks about Israel Keys and how smart Israel Keys is. He had hit kits all over the United yeah, States. Yeah, I'm surprised he never talked about Israel Keys. Israel yet. Keys is another piece of shit. He just, that's all he wanted to. I mean, but he was pretty fucking methodical, though. Methodical, sure. Sure. He was. And he's like, he's like the serial killer that nobody fucking talks about that, like, did a lot of shit. Yeah, and, and this is going to sound terrible, but he's he didn't do anything that I couldn't do. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been reading and studying this so, stuff forever. So when you want to talk methodically, yeah, I could have thought of all the bases. The one that got him caught too. was when he took that chick from like the fucking yeah, with all the footage right there. Yeah. yeah, fucking pulls her out of the window or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And see, I I remember when that happened was when that was in the news cycle. Yeah, I saw the video of her at her job and stuff. So where was that again? <sighs> Shit. I can't remember. I can't either. It's a west. I know it was one of the western states, but I can't. I think it was either northwestern too. And where? Where did he? Where was his origins? Was that Canada too? I can't remember what his origins were. Like where I he comes do from. Not remember where he's from. I know he didn't stay in one place for very long. No, I know he no, was very. His whole thing is that, you know, that's the thing that everybody finds creepy now. Is you, you could be walking through the woods in such a place, and you might come across a five-gallon bucket full of all of his stuff and yeah. one of his hit kits that he left around. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I, maybe, but I don't think he's... My guys, the last podcast on the left did a part on that and they just absolutely fucking ripped him apart. <laughs> I mean, they, it was like a three-parter and they were just like, he's the most pretentious prick we've ever heard <laughs> of and blah, 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 blah. Well, blah. the one thing I'll say, I guess, 
to that is that he he definitely played it up once he was caught. Like, oh, for sure. Sure, sure. Like, sure. He, he did. He, he played the part, man. I mean, they all do. Because all the big at, ones do. Right. Yeah. Because at that point, he is caught, and now my name will be out there. So and they're I famous. The celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. He he was such a badass that he's no longer with us. You know. <laughs> he is such a badass, and he wanted us to know how great he was that he didn't want to reveal any of his secrets, which probably weren't that secret anyway. And, and then, then random could, dudes on podcasts rip him to pieces. If I kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just Shut be up. a fucking. Uh, you can be a fucking countryman dope like Chris Watt that just wanted some extra poo-tang and <laughs> fucking killed his whole fucking family because he wanted some poo-tang. I just saw a sticker or a t-shirt or something about him, about him, or, you know, something about Chris Watt's a piece of trash or some shit. I, I still think that's one of the most chilling things I've ever watched is in the documentary they made about him when it's like that day where the cops are in the fucking house mm -hmm. and they go to like a neighbor's house with Chris Watt and they're trying to ask the neighbors if they saw anything. Mm -hmm. And when fucking Chris leaves the room, the fucking neighbors are like, we've known him for a very long time and that is not normal. He is not acting normal at all. Like that is not like Chris. Yeah, I still haven't watched that. Yet. I'm like, dude, as soon as you said, cause like, cause you already know mm -hmm. that he did it when you're watching right. it. So when you see in real time that his fucking neighbors the day of were like, that's weird, man. I'd yeah. look at that guy right yeah. there. It's like... <laughs> yeah. 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 I still have yet to watch that one just because of my absolute well, disdain for the guy. And then the dumb ass goes into the fucking station to do a lie detector test. Yeah, that's Willingly. stupid. Well, and, and the chick... No, no. The chick literally... Literally <laughs> was like... So I'm pretty sure you're innocent because I don't think you'd be stupid enough to take a lie detector test if you, you know, if you weren't going to tell the truth and whatever. Said that transparent to him. And then he does it. And then just to see her expression like, holy fuck, he's lying. <laughs> and she leaves the room, brings a fucking detective back. And she's like, okay, so I guess you are that fucking stupid because you fucking lie. <laughs> what do you know where part of that probably came from? Do you know psychopaths can beat lie detectors? Yeah, but he... I don't but think he's he, not a psychopath. I don't think he was a and psychopath. I, but he probably felt like he's... Uh, you know, he's flying under the radar as far as suspicions go. It was probably all ego. Hey, yep. I'm coasting along. I'm doing this. I'm going to take this and I'm going to pass it. And, yeah. They weren't, they weren't strapped for cash, right? Because I'm just thinking, like, why not divorce so. the bitch? Like, I I'm just so, so confused. Like, why... Why? Why was that? There's it? there's too many of them that think. Like and this that. is one. And this is one thing I'm gonna leave that on too. Yeah. I feel like the chick that he was fucking around with. I don't think that they looked into her enough at all, because she had to have her fucking part. At least, at least this is the all I'm gonna say about it. She at least knew about it, or had talked with him about it, and knew that that was a possibility. At least that's like the bare minimum. Yeah. She at least knew that that was a fucking possibility. Because you're not telling me, because I already know he's a stupid fuck, right? Mm -hmm. I know that they had that conversation. <laughs> I know it. Even if they were, like, drunk at one of the fucking restaurants he took her to when the bitch was gone, right? Like, I know that he was like, what if I just kill him? Yeah. What if I just yeah. kill him all? We just fucking, whatever. And she was probably like, Chris, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> just, we can fuck later. It's okay, really. <laughs> I'm all yours, really. Take your time. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. You might be onto something there. I I know I am because yeah. I watch her interviews and she's like, 
No, yeah, I, I had no fucking idea. I knew that he didn't like the bitch, but I, I, I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, okay, all right, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure you did, bro. <laughs> all right. So did we... I know we got off on some killers, which is great. That's mm-hmm. always my my preferred uh, area. <laughs> we still got to circle back on uh, Mitchell's. Yeah, Mitchell's yeah. Uh, oh. torturous scene, be mm. it a uh, movie or real life. Yeah, so I guess I'll start from really early on, like the days where fucking all like the disturbing movies and shit like that was still kind of like taboo and you taboo taboo <laughs> and you had to find like fucking links online so let me let me set the fucking let me set the bar here so i think it was like 2006 2007 there was a movie that came out that only made it to theaters for like a week or two and they pulled it from theaters and it just never saw the light of day until like fucking a decade later it actually just came out on physical media for the first time like a couple years ago okay the film is called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. I'm feeling you, bro. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, when that first came out and that first happened, that was a big thing. Like, everybody was talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. is this movie just so fucking bad? Like, that, yeah. whatever. So, I made it, like, my fucking mission. I was like, I'm going to find this fucking movie somewhere. I'm going to find it online. I don't care how bad a quality it is. I'm going to fucking watch this thing. And I'm going to tell you, as, like, a however old of a kid I was, that shit, for the time, was fucking terrifying. Like, it's a fucking... It's set up as, like, a documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. But it's set up that way. Right. But, and, and like, watching it now, because I've seen a lot of people criticize it for, like, being, like, really bad acting and not really, like, well-made. I can kind of see that now when I'm older, but, like, I'm telling you, at the time that that came out for me personally, like, I bought into that shit, like, all the way. Like, they're following this fucking serial killer that's, like, finding his way early in the movie, and you see, like, his early kills and the early things you do, and it's just, like, so fucking raw. At least it looks so fucking raw, Mm -hmm. and it looks so fucking homemade, and you're like, fuck, man. And then it goes into the fucking Cheryl Dempsey fucking shit, and that's just, like, fucking next next level, bro. Like, the shit that he does to Cheryl Dempsey in that movie is, like, I don't think I've seen shit like that in a movie. At all. It, it's fucking... Me, me even talking about some of the things there in the movie would not do it justice, I don't think. I would, I would want... If somebody hasn't seen it, I'd want you to experience it, like, full on and give I, it a chance. I'm feeling like... I knew it as soon as you said it, and I couldn't remember if I had seen it or not. I, I think I've only seen bits and pieces, because now I'm, I'm re-looking at it, and yeah, that's... It's, I, isn't I definitely it, need to watch it. It's loosely sure. based on a real killer, though, I think. I feel like there's a couple of them probably rereading this. Uh, I feel like there might be a couple hints at other ones. Because <clears throat> it talks about, uh, you know, the footage. Mm-hmm. But he's careful not to be in it. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to forget his name now that I... As soon as it popped into my head, now that's that pisses me off. Oh, Jerome Brutus. Mm. Jerome Brutus is in uh, Mindhunter... Think mm. Season, I think season two. Probably, yeah. He, uh, he was in. Shit, I can't remember which state. My apologies, I didn't look. At, I can't remember which state. But either way, Jerry would kill people in his kill women in his garage, and he'd take pictures. Yeah. While he was doing it, his big thing was uh, their breasts. He cut off their breasts, and he wanted to make paperweights out of their breasts. <laughs> yeah, 
fuck? With a breast ripper. Yeah, no, yeah. no. He was, he wanted to be a little more clean. Monocles, tongs, so. boy. <laughs> so he'd. Uh, They're getting free marketing yeah, today, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like breast rippers? We have a fucking bomb ass salad, boy. <laughs> but Jerry, Family pleaser. <laughs> Jerry'd take pictures, and that's when he did get caught. It, it makes me shake my head, both out of. I can't believe it in other parts. I'm so glad it happened. Photographic proof. One of them he had a mirror under and he was shooting up. And there he is in the corner of the frame. Fucking idiot. The fucking picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Jerry wasn't the smartest uh, smartest one. So, yeah, some of these things I feel like <laughs> in the visiting the sex workers on the Poughkeepsie tapes, I mean, a number of the guys did Dude, bring the, the most iconic scene of that movie, though, because it's funny, <laughs> is he picks up like some stripper, I think. That's kind of the vibe I get. Yeah. And she gets on the tape and she's sitting on like one of those fucking it's either it's either like one of those uh, fitness balls or just a balloon. I can't remember. But she's sitting on it and he's like, pop it. And she's just like going up and down <laughs> and he keeps screaming. He's like, pop it. <laughs> she's like fucking freaking. It's so funny. Dude. Wow. It's so hilarious. Like you can tell that they're trying to make it serious and it's just. It's just too yeah. funny to take it seriously. It's like, yeah, but I think that's, I mean, that's kind of like our podcast. We've hit on some serious stuff. Yeah. Just, just tonight, it's hit on some serious yeah. stuff. you got to throw out a little comedy for levity. You have to. Yeah, no, People I... People I don't think would want to sit and listen for two hours of, I mean, straight somber shit. Yeah, no, that, yeah. It's tough on people. That's, that's... And I think it's tough on us. It's a self, I mean, some of the things I haven't laughed at, but I see where we're going. And other things I'm like, yeah, that's kind of funny, but I, because you, you want to have that built-in defense so yeah i think yeah. that's and i'm trying to remember now i'll have to go back and look through all of our stuff with dark history we've done uh, film festivals the last two three years and i had a film submission that was very much like this i have mm. to look i'll have to look back <clears throat> because the whole the reason i picked it was because it was recordings of somebody confessing <clears throat> to all this stuff and are these real confessions or are they uh. not i feel like it was audio tapes not video but it was very much the same, and it's independent because, you know, we just film submissions from around the world, and, and that one... Right, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, and that one, I remember picking that one out. I just can't remember the name of it right now, but I'll have to go back and look because I want to... I'll make a fucking credit. film. Yeah. I'll do it. Hey, all about it. Yeah, Mitchell's your guy. I if know. it comes to film... I'll yeah. do it, bro. We need some. Just, just give me a minute and I'll... Okay. <laughs> and, I mean... I have ideas. And a so multi-million dollar budget. Listen, right. okay, okay, all right. This film idea came to me. Okay. Yesterday. The film kind of played out the way I thought, but I want to take it a step further to make it even fucked, okay? So I was watching this movie. The movie is called Fear of Rain. It's a brand new movie, okay? Catherine Heigl's in it. Oh, okay. Okay, that sexy broad of mm -hmm. a bitch mm -hmm. is in it. I shouldn't be too rough, but like, it's funny because like she's been doing interviews recently because she's trying to make a comeback because she kind of got like that bad rap where she's like hard to work with. I was and say, that's all and I like remember that. hearing about. Yeah, her. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she's kind of been doing interviews saying like, you know, she didn't think it was fair to get that label just because like there were things that she didn't want to do or things that she questioned, and all of a sudden they just labeled her as a bitch and hard to work with. So she's trying to kind of make a comeback to like make people whatever. So she's in it. Some new up-and-coming, you know, actress that's, like, me and Austin's age, maybe younger, she's in it. 
uh, and fucking Harry Connick Jr. is in it. He, mm. So Catherine Heigl, Harry Connick Jr. play the parents. New chick plays whatever. The 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 dopey but lovable kid that was in uh, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. He's in it as yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So here's how the movie starts. Okay. The girl has paranoid schizophrenia. Okay. And the movie starts with like her having like one of her episodes where she's in the hospital Mm -hmm. and then they get her back onto good enough medication to where she can go back home. But then they kind of like are trying to give you the vibe that like some fucked up shits happened this past time and it's going to be really hard for her to adjust. Like her friends don't like her anymore. Her and her parents seem to have kind of a rough go. Like they're very loving and they're doing everything they can, but they have their moments still. Um, and she's still not really coming to terms with reality. And one thing that I actually really liked this movie did was I feel like they did a really interesting portrayal of somebody that goes through that. I've read reviews of people that have paranoid schizophrenia that said it still wasn't that accurate, but they did it in a way that I've never seen in a film before. So it kind of like took me by surprise, kind of sure. got my attention. Um, but here's where my idea came. Cause I started to unravel like where this movie was going to go. And I'm like, how fucking cool would it be if this film does this? And it kind of did, but it didn't go all the way. Okay. I was like, wouldn't it be fucking rad if like both her mom and her dad are not fucking real? And she was just imagining all Like she never fucking came out. Like her parents yeah. are just not real. Yeah. Like either she killed her parents or her parents have been dead for a while mm-hmm. or whatever. I was like, so what ended up happening <laughs> in the movie? I'm going to spoil it because you guys aren't going to watch it. I know you're not. Uh, Catherine Heigl's character wasn't real. So the mom wasn't real. The dad was. The mom was not. Okay. Uh, she died by hanging herself three years ago because of the burden of her, of her daughter's paranoid schizophrenia. So she used that tragic event. And she couldn't handle it because of the paranoid schizophrenia. So she just manifested her mom to still be alive and be like a loving mom that's never upset with her or whatever. What have you. So was that episode triggered three years ago? The episode that we see her wake up in the hospital from? I don't know. Okay. They're not really clear on that. Okay. the, The way that it was brought to me is, and I don't know, they weren't super clear on it. I feel like... They brought this up to her before, and she knew this before, and she just kept manifesting Uh, it. Or maybe it was the first time. I don't really know. They weren't super clear on it. Um, But the problem with this movie is it it was like four movies in one. Like, they were trying to jam-pack so much shit. So there's that. You have to deal with that. But then she also has this love interest with, you know, dopey Happy Death Day guy, right? (laughs) Where she's, like, trying to figure out, like... Nobody fucking likes me right now. And this fucking hot ass happy death day guy likes me. Is he real? Like, am I just fucking talking and fucking with an imaginary guy right now? So there's that angle. She's super obsessed with the neighbor next door that she kidnapped some kid and is keeping a kid hostage in the house. So then there's that. Cool. <laughs> and it just, yeah. it, they keep adding these layers of different fucking so movies. A lot of on stuff top. that didn't need to be in there. Exactly. And that's the main problem that yeah. a lot of people had with the film was like, there's definitely good ideas here, but you didn't have to make like four movies into one movie. Like, let, let's just stick with the good idea and go with it. And that's what gave me that idea. I'm like, dude, this movie would have been groundbreaking. Like if the whole entire movie, you're like falling in love with her character and she's getting back to normal. So you think, 
And then you just find out that her fucking whole family is just not real. They're fucking dead. I'm like, dude, yeah. that's the fucking movie. Like, right. And the one scene that they did perfect that I wish they would have went more on is she finally brings this guy home and they're hanging out because she thinks that they're alone. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mom comes down the stairs and is like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to bother you guys. And she looks up to her mom and is like. Oh, mom. Hey, no, this is this is Caleb. And you see Caleb like looking at the stairs and being like, who is this? What are you talking to? Yeah. yeah. And he and then so all of a sudden he like freaks out. He's like, I'm actually because she asked him a question. He's like, I'm actually I got to go. I, I got to get out. Like, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh. And she's like freaked out because she's like, what the fuck did I do? I, I, I'm like, Because she thinks that he's not real. But I'm like, and that's, dude, as soon as that scene happened, I was like, they fucked it up. I was like, dude, it has to be this way. Cause that would be so much more fucking effective. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck. Like going to like, you can even do this, like going to the neighbor's house and trying to find that fucking kid. And then the neighbor just sits her down and is like, Hey, listen, right. the reason why you think I'm keeping a kid hostage <laughs> is because of this. And she fucking runs back home and the house is just like abandoned and shambles. And she's like, fuck, no. Ah, ah." And maybe she like hangs herself like her mom or some shit like that. And then boom, done. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, come on. (laughs) Creative, creative, creative. Come on. I'm just sick of all this Hollywood bullshit. Sometimes it gets too creative and that's their problem. They they wanted this. This is the, I'm going to tell you the problem. It's these fat fucking white men, executive producers in Hollywood. They're like, the only movies that sells is if we have a conflict, but then it resolves itself and everybody's happy at the end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. Exactly. Fuck that. That's why Harvey Weinstein doesn't get shit anymore. <laughs> That's why people rebelled. They're like, fuck this guy. I'm going to tell him that they, he made me fuck him back in 06. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Telling you, it's bullshit. Right. It's bullshit. So fuck everybody being happy at the end. Yes. yes. What's something that you've come across and said? Oh, you know what? I probably shouldn't have come across that. Because <laughs> I know you've got, I know you've got a list of shit of like, should I really watch that? Did I really need to see that? So, um, there's a lot of movies now, like underground movies that are just like fucking over the top to be over the top Uh i'd say that's that's a good start because like there's just some movies that like i'm telling you like i think let's start here let's start at a very popular controversy okay the fucking guinea pig series no wonder pets no no (laughs) (laughs) follow me here okay i think it was back in the i think it was back in the 80s there was a series of Japanese horror films that went by like the guinea pig films. Hmm. And basically it's torture porn. Yeah. Basically. And uh, it started gaining traction in the U.S. Charlie Sheen called the FBI because he thought it was real. <laughs> oh. And then it got banned. You can't fight, like you can't really. I mean, I think it's been on and off. Like some of them have been on YouTube. Some have been on there. I think some underground horror websites or like distributors made like limited edition collections of them, but they're all sold out. And if you want to get them on eBay, they're like thousands of dollars. Yeah, but yeah, but anyway, so th- those are like, you know, people stumble upon that and they're probably like, why the fuck did I stumble upon this? This is 
fucked. But they have the American guinea pig series now. Like there's, I think it's uh, Unearthed Films that produces and makes the American guinea pig films now. Like they pretty much stole the moniker. Mm. And I'm telling you, it's just like they like take some girl or take some guy. They basically put them on a fucking surgery table and they just fucking go to town. Go at it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I think one thing that I stumbled upon that really fucked me up, a, a buddy of mine was actually watching it, and it, I don't really think it was meant to be disturbing, per chance, like it is, but that's not what it's meant for. He was going into the medical field, and he was at my house one day, and he was watching a procedure of somebody getting like their eyes like surgically removed. Yeah. That Fuck shit's that. fucked up. Yeah, stuff with the eyeballs, man. It just messes with me. Yeah, I no. Care. And I, I remember it so clearly because he's watching it and I'm like kind of catching glimpses of it and I just, as soon as the eyeball goes out, you just hear him going, oh yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, even like, uh, yeah. I can't remember which one in the series it was, but one of the Jackass films on Steve-O puts a leech on his eyeball. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I was just like, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I can't really, that's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, since uh -huh. you're talking about those kind of tapes, and it, and it fits in with these, uh, the old Faces of Death type movies. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you guys seen any of those? I mean, yeah. the old ones? Yeah. I remember when uh, the Savoy Theater, there for a very brief amount of time, was playing them at midnight. No fucking Saturday. way. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, a real brief, like maybe a couple months max. Wow. I don't know. And the one time I did go. What a time, man. It seemed like there was probably at least a third of the theater there. So I think they did okay. Wow. And I don't remember which one in the series it was. Because a lot of people say those are the most fucked up movies they've ever seen that I've talked to. It was pretty fucked. Yeah. I, I think it helps being into some of the things that I'm into that some of it didn't bother me like it would others. Yeah. Do you want to know the one scene that bothered me the most out of all of it? Yeah. There, it's, it's like a gathering at this uh, pond or lake or something that is near a radioactive place. And they say... You know, the water's safe and all this good stuff. But this girl comes out of the water screaming. And she has a fucking leech on her that is the size of her thigh. And it's on her... It's like on her side. Yeah. This giant fucking leech. And you would not think it's real or anything. But all these are supposed to be real footage. Right. And that's... That fucked me up enough... But then it goes on to the story, like, with her mom or dad or whoever it was. Because I don't fucking like leeches anyway. So seeing this big thing on her, and she's screaming. And they said she was dead within a week because there was so much radioactivity in the leech. That when it got onto her and was trying to suck her blood, it, it put her in her bloodstream and killed her. So out of all the crazy shit that I saw... <laughs> the leech is what the did it. The leech is what did it. Because, I mean, there was a guy that was... Uh, Scenes, scenes that I really remember. There was a guy in a junkyard, and I could per and I could see this one happening. And I believe this one was real, for sure. Is uh, he was trying to take uh, the wheel off of a truck? And they had it all boosted. He, you know, you're in a junkyard. You don't have all the equipment you should have. They had it stacked up on tires. And I don't know how many people know your old brake drums and and things of that nature. The wheel itself is the metal part. <laughs> So he's trying to get that off, and he's pulling and pulling, and it comes down across his leg, and it, and it shears off his leg. But the weight of the truck is compressing it enough that he's not bleeding out. Mm. 
so the ambulance crew comes and they're all there and they're like we, we got to decide what to do here there's a good chance if we raise this truck off of you that you're going to bleed out before we can tourniquet it and that is what happens so a guy getting killed by a wheel it's crazy shit but but it wasn't it's plausible still yeah and yeah. They, had, they had one from like a train deck same type of thing this guy fell in between got pinned between the train and the deck and he's sitting there talking to him. It's fucking crazy. And you want to talk about creepy and torturous to see. He's fucking talking to him <laughs> the whole time. And they're telling him, we are sure that you are cut in half, basically. We, the only thing, the only reason you're not dying is because of all the compression that's being, all the pressure that's being applied. That is keeping your blood in you. And, you know, it's above the waist, so it's. So all your vitals are getting enough blood to keep going, and you, clearly you're talking to us. And, I mean, call his family the whole nine yards, just comes and says his goodbyes, they move the train, and that's the end of him. <laughs> I mean, it's just, there's some insane shit. There was a frat boy that died. They were filming that. They uh, His bungee jumping was still kind of new, and they bungee jumped from the top of one of these oh, no, man. university buildings. Oh, and, no. And they're like, well, they figured out, you know, they did the math. All right, you're supposed to have this much cord for this much distance or whatever. And they counted the floors, and there's 13 floors. So they got the amount of bungee for 13 floors. He jumps off, and you hear him squat. I mean, you hear his head splat like a fucking watermelon. He's done. <laughs> and they're like, so the problem is one of those 13 Stretches. floors is the basement. Oh, it's not above no. So he was... What, 10 feet is a floor, I think, a story? 13 stories is what it was supposed to be. Yeah, he took a header off of 12 stories. and Yeah, that doesn't do you any good. So, yeah, it's just some crazy shit, but, I'll, but the fucking leech was the one that got me. The, the, the leech was the I'm one that up. spoke to you. See, but that's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leech fact check you here. Yeah. Because I want leeches. I know. I, know. I want <laughs> to own leeches. Yeah. I plan yeah. to own leeches. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> If, if a radioactive leech bites you, first of all, you're not supposed to remove leeches aggressively. Correct. Well, they, yeah. they, I remember they'll they... They'll puke in you. Yeah, they burned this one is what they were doing. They were sticking... Because they had like a campfire, so they're trying to stick their burning sticks on it. Oh, you're not supposed to remove them aggressively, otherwise they will puke in you as self-defense. Yeah. And with river leeches, that's disgusting because they have a million parasites. Right. So fuck yeah, man. Of course. <laughs> fuck that yeah, man. Radiated her, but like a radioactive leech. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I, mean, I know proper leech. Right, and I, I, I question it <laughs> now that I'm older. But we're talking, you know, you guys' age probably seeing it, and it's a lot harder, I think, to probably fake film back then. I don't know. I mean, these things are supposed to be from the '80s. Yeah, especially without it looking like cheesy right. and like 80s slashery kind of. It really didn't, so I, yeah. No, I Johnny, know. I don't want to fuck in the bathroom. I like leeches. Yeah, no. I don't like ticks. Don't like ticks. Yeah, most, ticks, most Lyme disease is scary. Yeah, ticks freak me the fuck out. I don't enjoy. But you, you, you don't like a little medical leech? I suppose I could see a medical leech, but I've never seen a fucking medical leech. I mean, it sucks the bad the blood out of you, Brian. No, we live by the river, and then the yeah, one time in the van down yes, by the river. Yeah. <laughs> and the one family vacation we took up to Minnesota, and Beth got one between her toes uh, from the lake. Yeah, and I just remember that sucker. I'm, 
And I remember seeing other ones in that water because I pointed it out. I was like, there's a leech right there. I mean, you could see it. I'm sitting on something see, in this lake. I've seen medical leeches. No. I have never seen a river leech. Oh, these things I've never are, been. Like that big around and green and, yeah. I've you, never seen a river leech. No. Fuck it. Just animal. put them on a stick and fry them up. Yeah. Do something with them. They serve no purpose. <laughs> they serve no Med- purpose. Medical leeches serve a purpose. And so, I get it. So, yeah. I mean, I've got other areas I can devolve down, but I don't know where we're at. And I, Let's... I should have talked about this last episode, but I got reminded yeah. about it, and it's it's fucked up. Okay. Like, if we want to be more... If we want to be morbidly <laughs> macabre, this is fucking morbidly macabre, my guy. All right. Okay. It's a little personal too, so let's 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 get it going. Story time. Yeah, okay, hit me with it, Mitchell. Right. Story time. Yeah, that, that, that'll be our new segment, Mitchell. Story time. Okay. Story corner. Story corner. <laughs> like it. So I'm gonna set I'm gonna set the stage here. <laughs> this would have been I know this is like a popular year for me in this show, but I think this would have been 2016 at the start. Okay. I was on I was on YouTube. I think. And a dude was, he used to have this segment, I think it was Anthony Fantano, The Needle Drop, I don't know if he, he like reviews music and shit like that. Sounds familiar. Yeah. He's got a bald head, like a melon man. (laughs) He used to do this segment called, um, he would find music on Bandcamp to like show like support to like indie artists Mm -hmm. that are like a little whack. (laughs) One in particular that he did was, well, the... The group of uh, rappers and musicians that made this collective was called Beta Boys, but the main MC of Beta Boys is Dirty Farms. He was called Dirty Farms. Is this the people that you showed me? Oh, yeah. Like way back oh, yeah. ago? Yeah, okay. I don't think you know the full story now, though, because this is I evolved. Don't. This is evolved. Oh, it's evolved. Okay. Absolutely. So to give you kind of a glimpse of what this is is they're basically like underground rappers that just rap about like the most like disgusting vile shit just to be vile mm-hmm. like they have a member called fallacia geisha where she just like raps about like <laughs> stds and having about. stds and okay <laughs> she, there, i think there's one line in one of her songs where she's like <laughs> she's rap she's rapping about like having like warts on her vagina and popping it like pepsi or some shit like <laughs> It's, uh, it's fucking huh? it's it's lit, but anyway. If you say so. Um. <laughs> so let me let me let me let me fast forward a little bit. So he was, him and the Beta Boys were a bop for a while because they were just so off the wall, so crazy. I don't think that there's been music like it. So much so that I actually emailed the dude, because he wasn't very well known. So I thought like on the off chance if I email him, maybe he'll like email me back. I think what I did is I think I. You didn't have to purchase the album or mm-hmm. albums. I did just to like show support. And sure. I think I bought like a shirt and I emailed him. I was like, hey man, I really like what you're doing. Like keep up the fucking good work, man. And you're going to make it yeah. like shit's awesome. And he fucking emailed me back and he was like, thanks bro. Love you. I'm like, okay. Sweet. <laughs> so just to, let me just give you context on some of the lyrics that he's done. Just to give you an idea of what he's like, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is a song called Children by Dirty Farms, okay? okay? It starts off with him saying, Hey, kid, I noticed you were looking kind of innocent, so come into the bathroom, baby boy, and we can fix this shit. 
Have you ever sucked the dick of a grown man that self-mutilation and child molestation your victim is sucking me off using no hands? Okay. That's just how it starts. Okay. Okay. The, the chorus, the chorus of the song, <laughs> he just goes, I'm fucking, I'm fucking fucking children, fucking fucking children till I bust a fucking nut. Okay. <laughs> you get the okay. vibe here? Yeah. So all of his songs are pretty much like that. They're pretty much on that same level. So let me give you more context here. So a couple years go by and all of a sudden, like the collective as a whole, like all the other like people with them, the beta boys, Mm -hmm. they just all of a sudden like break up and vanish. Like it's gone with like no context. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. And then our girl, Felicia Geisha, right? Mm-hmm. Felicia G. <laughs> on her mixtapes that Dirty Farms was on, she cut out his parts of the songs, so it's just her parts. So I'm like... So this guy's talking about real life. Am I jumping the gun? So on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> and then she basically, like, on her Bandcamp page, was basically like, I don't affiliate or converse or you know fuck with dirty farms anymore please don't ask me about it please don't talk about it whatever so i'm like okay that's fucking weird (laughs) yeah so and then i but i would see this right so for the next like year or so dirty farms would make like solo stuff on his own like soundcloud and then all of a sudden that just went completely dark and i'm like okay Uh That's fucking weird. <laughs> About a year ago. Because <laughs> I finally, I finally, I had it. I was like, I need to fucking know. I don't care how long this takes. I will be on this computer all fucking night if I have to. I'm going to figure out what the fuck happened. <laughs> I searched his real name on Google and went through like pages and pages and pages of shit until I finally found a court document. of his (laughs) where he admits to having tons and tons of child pornography Mm -hmm. on his computer oh no so the dude's doing 14 years in prison Mm -hmm. (laughs) what I also found to give some context is right before all this shit happened and before his conviction he posted on his social media Trying to calm the waters a little bit because people knew what was going on because it was, I guess it was news in the community. I guess I just missed it. This is what he said. (laughs) He was like, I want everyone to know this. I'm not into kids getting raped and molested like um, unconsensually. What? I'm only into the kids that consensually get fucked. And he thought that that made it sound better. He's like, I'm not into like the rape. I'm not into like the, like they're not cool with it. I'm into like when they're cool with it. And that's how often. Oops, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> let me just put you in my mind at the time. Because <laughs> like I'm listening to this music for years and I'm just thinking like this guy's just edgy as fuck. Like this guy's just fucking like off the wall, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> no harm, no foul, right? Right. And to find out that like, Oh, okay. Well, 
<laughs> he's kind of fucked. Yeah, he's he's not fucking lying, bro. <laughs> but it, like, so I was I was debating with other people that know his music. I was like, do you think that this like finally like his music just got tipped to the wrong person? Like some fucking agent was like sitting at his computer one day and was like. It's like every song, man. <laughs> right. Every song he's just talking about raping a child. Like I <laughs> Who's <Yeah>. this guy? <laughs> Where does he live? <laughs> That's fucked. Yeah, man. See, I have something on a way smaller scale. I'll say I, I, I don't know. So there's there's a band called Blood on the Dance Floor. Yeah. Super emo band. Oh, is this the, uh, what's his name? Davi? Davi? Yeah. Yeah, fuck so, that guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So me and Him middle- and Anision, boy. Mm-hmm. Him and who? Anision. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, he went fuck, through We might as well bring too. Shane Dawson into it, too. They're all yep. fucks. Yep. <laughs> Jeffree Star. Oh, I'm glad that you're all in the, 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 internet, the internet's drama. So, oh, yeah, I, in middle school- Way too young to be listening to the OTDF, but I did because emo girl. Oh, I'm never too young, man. <laughs> I'm never I too young. I did whatever I wanted. Yeah. Um, so I listened to all their music, and you know I can still sing you probably all the songs. But oh, yeah. yeah, I found out about all that stuff, and of course you take his lyrics and you apply it to all the allegations, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So so. I don't want to say less serious because obviously he did some shit. Oh yeah. But but quite smaller. But than see the your thing with him is he never did interaction. He never did time, right? Or did he? I no, he hasn't been uh, yeah. convicted of anything yet. <laughs> yeah. But they're working on it. But it's just like oh yeah, and so it just makes you think how many other stuff. But many girls like have that. come out and said that like. He did it, right? I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of first-hand accounts of, like... Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, you know, groupies and... Yeah, 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 yeah. All that good stuff, but of yeah. course they're all underage. Yep. Because that's the crowd. That, that, yeah, that was his crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, knew, he knew the craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Onision, too, is a really weird one. That's a yeah. weird rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, if you go into the Onision yeah. rabbit hole, that's, that's a fucked rabbit hole. I followed that. Because, again, I watched, I watched him a lot. Well... The weird thing about Anision is like this. This can turn into the torture. He can apply to the torture. Well, because because well. <laughs> grooming really is kind of a form of torture, kind of mm-hmm. like no, I don't think the, it's, I don't think it's a kind of I like think the the, like the, a, yeah. the way that he does it is like <laughs> fascinating. I know seems like I'm glorifying it, but like it is like it's truly like watching the videos now, knowing the context, it's fucking fascinating. That this was just right there. And everybody's just like, oh, this is fine. This is Well, they they weren't fine with the Shiloh thing. But at the same time, nobody, like, took it seriously. Like, people were upset, but nobody was like... Because she was not that old at all, right? She was was, quite young, right? Oh. It was just like... 14, 15? No, a little bit older. She was... Oh, was she 16? She was 16, and he was Googling the laws... Yeah. To make sure that they could hook up in a hotel together. Oh, I might be thinking of the wrong person. Wasn't he the dude? I don't know. I'm not as in touch with it as you guys are. But wasn't he the dude, like, his wife or girlfriend or somebody had some form of, um, 
like early onset dementia and she, basically he was like fucking with her like the entire time for jokes. She had that's the same one. She had a like a psychotic break from all the stress that he was putting her through and she lost her memory for a little while. And yeah, he just filmed it all. That's the and previous one though, right? That's not that's, that's not, not the Kai. current one. Yeah, no, that's, that's not, not Kai. Kai. Okay. Kai hasn't had anything bad. Happen. Well, Kai is uh, Kai is just as bad as Anision. Kai right? is fully brainwashed. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. They have kids together, fully, fully brainwashed, and just as bad. Well, that's, I think that's the most disturbing thing, is that these fucking, they have kids, bro. Mm -hmm. And they're going, like, it's, yeah. That's yeah. what everybody's worried about, is they're like, they should not have kids. Like, because, like, the videos that he makes, there should not be kids in the vicinity of the, like, he, dude, he has, like, a, <laughs> he, like, not to, I'm not bad talking OnlyFans, but, like, the kind of OnlyFans that he's doing <laughs> is not really, like, I wouldn't have a kid around the vicinity of what, mm -hmm. what he's all about. Like this is yeah. real. Like he really has an OnlyFans. He does. Oh, of he course. does. And he does he like spread his asshole or like I can't remember what he does. He, he what? Now, now he has a 3D model that That's does right. all of his stuff for him. Like it's a yeah almost one to one recreation of himself. That he'll he'll like he'll like make them scenarios of him sleeping with himself or like yeah. it's all it's all all narcissistic. Because that's what he is. And people pay for this. They pay for it. For shit. I hope as a joke, yeah. To, yeah. To just, to just ha keep tabs. Yeah. But people keep telling people not to because, like, they're giving yeah. him money. It's money in his pocket. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I think what got me super fascinated with him, though, because, like, not to say that he's smart, because I don't think he's a smart guy, but, like, one thing that he did that, like, really fucking was a game changer for him is he started to embrace the crazy right like when he knew that like there was no way back and he knew that everybody knew that he was fucking psychotic he just went with it mm -hmm. like he'd make videos like filming like fake fucking breakdowns and it was hilarious <laughs> yeah like he'd fucking like yeah. strip naked and like pour kombucha on himself and be like fuck me <laughs> like fucking run around <laughs> oh no, it got really like, bad once yeah, once man. everything once the shit hit the fan he just went off the deep end yeah entirely um, yeah. yeah, now there's the whole Chris Hansen stuff, but we're not. That's a whole nother thing. Chris, Chris Hansen's a wild well, trip. But too. Chris, Chris Hansen fucked it up, though. Yeah, yeah. Because he crossed like the line. Whole, it's a whole other case. Chris Hansen went to his home, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, unannounced. Like, they, he didn't make, like, a, like, a, he didn't, like, call Onision and say, like, hey, I want to come by to interview. Like, he just knocked on the dude's door and, like, tried to fucking... And he had, like, video cameras and was filming, like, the, like basically doxed him, basically. So, like... Chris, Let me ask. It, it, you might not know this. Was this before or after the To Catch a Predator incident that got that show shut down? After, I think. That's ballsy of him. Because he's not... Dude, Chris Hansen, if you look up, like, stuff on Chris Hansen, he's not, like, the cleanest dude on the planet either. No, he's but, pretty fucking sketchy. too. Yeah. When that dude killed himself, like, he was under – because then they were arguing, okay, well, is this entrapment, you know? Is this well, humiliation? Just it's watching like, the videos of him doing that to people – like, I get that those people don't deserve a whole lot. Yeah, like, let me be clear. I'm not sticking up no, for no, those no, kind I, no, of people. No, but where, I guess where I'm going with that is even, like, watching that shit, like, makes me fucking, like, I'm like, dude, you have to be a certain type of fucking person to, to do that. Like, 
these fucking guys, to be like face to face with a fucking predator for millions of people to watch. <laughs> like, I think my favorite one is the dude that brought a fucking pizza. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best one. Cause, cause like, he's like, can I eat my fucking pizza? And Chris is like, yeah, absolutely. That's the last meal you're going to have. So yeah, fucking <laughs> go at it. And he's just eating a fucking pepperoni pizza while Chris Hansen's like, what the fuck are you okay. doing here? <laughs> on, on the Onision topic, can we admit that the 911 call is hilarious? Oh, yeah. Because she's like, who is at your door? It's Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, it's it's Chris Hansen. She's like, who? Yeah. C- C- Chris Hansen? Yeah. Like, you never want to admit that, guy, that guy's at your door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're probably on the other line like... <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did he ask you to sit down yet? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take a seat? But, right but yeah, Onision definitely, I mean, he forced Shiloh to shave her head and to, you know, live a certain way and be a certain weight. So the whole, I don't want to say torture because mental manipulation, it is torture. Grooming. Yeah, what was his end goal? Like, what was he grooming towards? Like, was were these girls underage? Was he just, did he just want control? Well, he wants control. Well, Kai Kai was underage in the beginning too. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It to be kidding. And he, he that, that's, okay. that's fucked. <laughs> right. He gets with them yeah. while while they're young, so that he can you know have control over them the rest of their life. Like he was obsessed with trying to get Shiloh pregnant. Yeah. And Shiloh miscarried because of the stress that he put onto her, and that's a little shortly after she had the entire like psychotic break, and then. Yes, sir. More stress. So it's just all coming. He wouldn't from- take her to the hospital either. She was gonna. Yeah. She was gonna die of, you know, toxic shock or whatever because he didn't take her to the hospital after the miscarriage. All coming from the same guy that made the beloved video. I'm a, a banana. banana. Yep. <laughs> Look at me move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> banana power. <laughs> I, like, don't even know what to say right now. I've heard, like, bits and pieces of this from people just talking shit about him. But, like, I never really cared. I think I've, that's the only video I think I've ever watched by this guy. Couldn't yeah. tell you who but he is. Me, you, I couldn't point him out in a crowd. Let me tell you something, though. And this is real talk. My opinion. I think Shane Dawson is just as bad. I don't mm, know enough about him. I, I, I do know who he is. Dude, but. I can't... I, don't know if I can agree because he doesn't have I don't want to say he doesn't have victims he's had people that he's affected but he hasn't like he I don't know how to phrase it he's he's done some shit to some underage kids man but not uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's not good at all I'm not justifying anything it's it's, Shane is more like he more implies things it's not like he actually like does anything it's more implies shit and the 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 cousin video. Yeah, we're familiar. Yeah, with where it. he sits down with his fucking underage cousin and is like, "Let's give you the talk." <laughs> yeah, with, with his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, who was totally like complacent. Yeah, some guy's gonna fucking rail you one day. <laughs> Are you ready for that? It was, your, it was yeah. just like have, that. Have, like it's yeah. just my family. Her her mom was right there. It's just how we are. And I'm like, I don't care how that's your how you is. are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's have you had your period yet? How's that? <laughs> Is yeah. it good? Yeah, these you can look it up. These are all questions. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. but but he he 
I don't know. I don't... I think manipulation-wise and, like, uh, his reach, yeah, same level as any I just don't like that he acts like he's a nice guy. Like, I don't he, like he, dishonest people. He, I think he's smarter than Onision. Oh, he's much because, smarter than Onision. Because he's, he's, he's more man- No, he's more manipulative. Oh, 100%. Because, like, he knows what the fuck he's doing. The thing that is fascinating about Shane is Shane has gotten into a lot of shit many times, but he's so manipulative that he always gets himself out. Always. Because he's so charismatic. Like, he can, like, just on a blink be like, that's not me, yeah, guys. And, and I'll admit. It's Shane, bro. Come mm-hmm. on. And everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll admit, like, yeah, everything Shane. up until last year, yeah, yeah, I kind of just swept away. Yeah. Because it was, it was well shitty enough to sweep away, like the, the cat thing and the... The cat, yeah, fucking the cat. The fuck dude, did he do to a cat? He fucked uh, the cat. Supposedly, he, so, well, yeah, he jerked off on the cat. Yeah, allegedly what he jacked the off the cat. Fuck? He also, in his old videos, he said the N-word many times. He's done blackface. Uh, did people see, let him I get away with I this? I didn't know about... Yeah. I honestly, honestly, following Shane as long as I did, I never knew about the blackface thing. Yeah. I knew about Shanene. Everybody knows Shanene, yeah, but yeah. that's not technically blackface. So that was like... Everybody knows but that. But he's definitely said the N-word like... Oh, oh yeah. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> On his yep. videos, his I think the reason like the reason why he kind of thinks it's okay in his head is because it's like social satire, like it's for like commentary. But like, no, it's not. It's not. No. So not to like gloss over any of the really serious topics you guys just covered. Where <laughs> did jerking off on a cat come from? Because he kind of he kind of hinted at it. He kind of like. He had a podcast. Yeah. He actually had his own podcast. <laughs> he, he had a podcast and he was telling a story and he's like, yeah, I just had this cat and I was just curious. So like I flipped her over on her back and you know, whatever. And, and I just on my cat and they're like, okay, Shane, ha ha, ha ha, stop talking. <laughs> yeah. And then like months later, he's like, oh, you guys don't actually think that I did that. Right. I, I was just kidding. It's like, and then he plays like the whole clip so that you can hear it and you know, now with all the stuff that's come out about him, I'm like, you know what? At, at the, at I think he the did The first it. time, yeah, I, I was like, yeah. no, that's too stupid for Shane to do. No. But uh, but knowing Shane, I think he fucking did it, bro. Oh, I think he did it. I think he, I think he came joke. on his cat, bro. He came on Benji, bro. Oh, he'd be dead. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that wraps up our, uh, our episode that was kind of sort of based on torture devices. We kind of went off on some uh, other horrifying morbidly macabre topics um yeah i don't know it was fun i think we got a lot out of it um one thing that would be very unjust if we don't go over it is the weather outside still is very very nipply quite more nipply than the week past oh yeah almost as nipply as it's going to be may 7th 8th and 9th at revenant con (laughs) over at ashmore states i'm telling you I think is the flash sale's over, right? Flash sale's over. You missed your chance. Yeah, you better buy your fucking tickets, bro. Yeah, it's gone and, and now. I, I can say that uh, I get the notifications. There was a uh, a number of tickets sold on that flash sale. So those folks, I won't downgrade or uh, downplay anybody's uh, oh financial wherewithal or their smarts in doing so. But do you have people, a count of how many people have bought tickets now? I I do, but I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fair, but uh, is it a lot? 
I will say that typically I don't do any pre-sales. Almost every uh, every convention that I've done, it's I just at the door. Very, yeah, I have done very few pre-event ticket sales. I uh-huh. think the most was probably at the most successful Dark History in 2019. I think I might have done seven or eight. Everything else is at the door. Wow. I know I did more than that this past weekend on the flash sale. Sick. I feel like we probably did close to 20 on the on the flash sale. Fucking it. 2019 was the most successful? Yeah. 2019, dude. Until 2021. Right. It definitely... Bro, until 2021, that's what I'm saying. Right. So some people definitely stepped up and and made the wise choice to get those 40% off tickets that you can no longer get now because you waited too long and you missed out. I blasted it at you all weekend. I gave you your chance. Uh, I love you guys, but that was the one and only chance you got. Next one will be coming up in March. I haven't determined the dates yet, but there will be a March flash sale that will be 30% off. That'll be your next best chance. Mm. In April, it'll drop down to 20%, and then you're, uh, then you're paying full price after that. So if you think you're coming uh, and you want to take advantage of... Early bird gets the worm. Early bird gets the worm. So get those tickets. Also, while we're at it, the hotel uh, deal, which I will post again tomorrow... Okay, it'll be posted by the time you guys hear this. Get on those, cause our ticket rate, or I mean, our, excuse me, our room rates will not, will not be valid after March one. After that point, they're going to go up to the regular room rates. Yes. Possibility of Eastern Illinois commencement happening that weekend, which means, unfortunately, as much as I like our hotel, they they do what they have to do, and there is a little bit of gouging, so those prices will definitely be higher than they are presently for us. Yes. Get them by March 1 or there again. You miss out. Uh, let's see. Reintroduced you to Ron Murphy, the crypto guru. I yeah. saw on his personal page tonight that he posted <clears throat> that there is a true terror marathon. Forgive me for not remembering the channel and the time, but if you want to catch up with Ron and Robert England on true terror, mm. there is a true terror marathon coming up. So check that out. Uh... Yeah, a couple more vendors interested, a couple more things going on. We're looking like we might have pretty damn close to a full house at the Ashmore States. Which, for those of you wanting just straight numbers, that means uh, pretty close to 40 booths full of people. So uh, There's only one booth that matters, though. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be real. Well, Philip and uh, Christopher Saint Booth might argue with you. Those <laughs> booth brothers, they might say they're valid as well, and I, and I truly agree. The Booth Brothers booth. Um, and of course our celebrities that will continue to, to throw your way here soon. Yeah. Get out there. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. Not going to downplay this, uh, thing that canceled 2020 for us, but Illinois is looking real good on the numbers as far as being able to, uh, to safely have this masks will, of course will continue to be encouraged. But, uh, if you were worried about the possibility that it might not happen, I, I, I feel day by day that that chance of it not happening due to COVID are less and less and less. So listen to Mitchell and do what he says. Well, the the thing that I was going to say, what also looks really, really good is those people that bought those tickets that are 40% off because they right. saved some extra money to get those breast implants before RevenantCon that I can <laughs> sign. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> hey, the more you save on con ready. tickets, the more you have to spend at the con on people that are uh, a lot cooler than I am. I mean, Mitchell's pretty top-notch cool so <laughs> if he wants to start charging for tit autographs no you might be no not the you first might year. be in but, not, uh, first not the first year we'll first see how one, successful it first is. one's always free but you're right. right but definitely uh 
saving money on the con tickets where you can, so you can spend it with the vendors that are. It's their lifeblood doing these shows, and yeah. that's that's what they do. I mean, they they invest a lot of their time and effort. Like I told you guys last week, some of these guys that is what they do. So twenty twenty was a terrible year. I mean, some of them that is their living is the yeah. convention circuit, selling on the convention circuit, and they had didn't have that opportunity last year. So there's going to be a lot of people that are. Uh, they're going to be happy to be back in the environment where they can showcase their wares and you need to show your support by buying some of these things can guarantee you i can guarantee you one thing in this life that i can guarantee is you will find something that will intrigue you to the point of wanting to have it at these shows saint booths uh the the haunted investigations both saturday and sunday could do it exactly me signing your tits could do it yep Ashmore states in general could do, do it. it. There is a number of people that are just doing that. I mean, a vendor that just hit me up today said, "Hey, I've, I've been thinking about your show. I think it's really intriguing, but I've been wanting Ashmore for years. So this is an, a chance to be in Ashmore for the entire weekend and yeah. be a vendor. So, yeah. so you know, it's, a, it's a it's a double whammy. So yeah, I mean the, the venue itself. If if you like our dulcet tones of our voice, it could be anything. Come see us. Well, and I'm I'm a on kind of an emotional note for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try not to cry here. My buddy Austin's down to 90 pounds now, so I'm starting to go fund me. <laughs> I want to get this guy fed. He needs to be healthy for Revenant Con. I want him to make it. I hope he can. Right. <laughs> I want four Domino's pizzas. <laughs> three Big Macs. Brooklyn style, baby. Brooklyn style. <laughs> and a 16-inch grinder. Yeah. <laughs> That'll keep me going just long enough. Just long enough to make it through Revenant God. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's make sure that we're we're acknowledging uh, some of the sponsors for the show. Uh, Curious Bobbles, I'm going to throw them out there this week. They've sponsored both Dark History and Revenant Con. Check them out on uh, Facebook for sure. Uh, she has a lot of unique items that are that are pretty kick-ass. I believe she's uh, over by the Peoria area, so this will be one of her first ventures to central Illinois from over by Peoria. So we want to make that worth her while, both as a vendor and a sponsor. I feel like we need to uh, give a shout-out once again to Melanie McFarland. Uh, <laughs> I know Mitchell's been in contact with Mel. Yeah, Mel, if you don't know who you've been talking to, it's me. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've seen a bit of the list as far as some episode suggestions, and we want to try to get Mel on here. Tonight's guest, Cheyenne. Uh, Hope she had a good time. Hope she got to throw out what she wanted to do or what she wanted to talk about. I think she enjoyed our conversation. Oh, yes. No? I'm right here. I know. But I enjoy it, <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tell us if you had a good time and you got more ideas, fire them our way. You know what's up. Uh, you see that we cover pretty much everything. I think you found out tonight that uh, Mitchell, to a great extent, Austin, and maybe a little bit lesser extent, but still far more than I am, knows what the hell you're talking about with some of these things whereas i am clueless so okay i'm just gonna take your spot yeah. on the show now <laughs> yeah 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 you guys make it all your creepy pasta pop culture okay, pedophilia things the internet is a scary place and and that's what they say we, we happen to explore it a little uh, too much well as i've told as i've told these guys and the listeners know with my age the internet wasn't around until I was a couple years out of high school. So I did not grow up with it like everybody else here did. So I, I truly don't know. I truly don't know a lot of the things you talk about and the things that I think to look into and the rabbit holes I think to go down 
have far more to do with things I know about. So I don't know about all this new crap. I mean that that guy that you mentioned. What's what starts an O? This new crap. Yeah, this, <laughs> this Onision, new shit. Yeah, right this Onision guy. I had no friggin' clue. Onision banana bullshit. I'm, I'm a very <laughs> <laughs> Shane Clawson Dawson, whatever the fuck his name right, is. Right, right, exactly. Jacking off on his goddamn Benji cat. Fuck. No, no, you do not name? soil my sweet prince. <laughs> Chris My Hansen, sweet prince. Name. He's already fucking obese because of his own over here. He's got to skinny out a little bit, bro. Yo, I vet told me I had to put him on a diet. Yeah. Uh, diet because he's running diabetic. Yeah. Or about to run diabetic if yeah. he continues. So he's prayers for Benji. He's in my neck of the woods, bro. <laughs> so there's all that stuff. And then uh, do we want to uh, approach our listener? I know Austin threw out a response that I thought was top notch. I really Yeah, do. no, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um and I don't know if, did you get it? Did you, did we message her any farther to ask what we could or couldn't share? No, but uh, given the vibe, given as long the, as we don't go like too personal, I think it'll be okay. And I'm sure she'll let us know. If yeah. And I feel like, like I mentioned, it's a really common first name. So I feel like we're even good with the first name if we wanted to go that route. No? Do a letter. Just okay. Do a letter. All right. Yeah. It's like death note. We'll call her L. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just call her. Yeah, let's call her. Let's let's go for so far. For just doing initials, let's go with LC. So LC, um, I'm not sure which one of us saw this message first. It was sent to our Facebook me. page. I thought it was probably. I read it one. in a Meyer parking lot. Did you? And I I cried for about a minute and a half. I read it. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I didn't check anything early that day, and I saw that the pace page had a message and when I did look at it I'd seen that somebody it said it had been seen uh, I know when I saw it I was at home and yeah it had one of those gut feelings but also brought a smile to my face because of where it went in, uh, Austin I saw it last I was in my apartment and I had seen that there's a timestamp that it was read at three now I know by Mitchell didn't realize that we all wanted to talk about it, and I felt bad. And after such an emotional response like that, I felt like I had to talk to her. I didn't want no. to feel like she was being left hanging. Right. So I, you know, went ahead and messaged her. I'm sorry yeah. I jumped the gun on you, Mitchell, but <laughs> I, I felt... excuse. I, <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I had to, I had to say something. I didn't want to let it ride too long. But I, I didn't either! You, no, no, no. But, and I'm not saying you did, but I... With what you, your input and Austin's input together was, I mean, exactly the vibe I was on. I didn't want to let it wait too long, but I also wanted it to be something that we had discussed and thrown out there as far as how to appropriately respond. But I, I think I think Austin nailed our response. I, I don't know that there's a whole lot that I would have added. Um, and in case, now that we probably got you guys' curiosity peaked, I think Elsie uh, hit up the page and just... I don't want to read word for word. Basically, just started listening to the podcast. Uh, started with the episode of Celebrity Deaths and Tragedy, at the end of which we uh, we discussed mental health. Um, you guys probably recall we threw out the, you know the National Suicide Hotline. We talked about how it had affected us, and uh, she says in here that it was a wonderful discussion. It was a mention that you hoped your podcast would help someone, and she wanted to tell us that she is that person. Uh, lost someone close to her, someone with children. Uh, it was something that the her children and her friends' children shared that brought them together. So knowing that this person passed away young, 
and has children uh, really hit her hard. And she said uh, the grief was very hard, so she turned to podcasts. And it was nice to shut out some of the things that were going on and focus on something completely different. Uh, she said you, being uh, morbidly macabre, providing a lifeline when I needed it the most. And she just wanted to let us know, thank you. Still now reading it, I mean, it's the same reaction. I mean, that's uh, all you could ever want is to know that you touch somebody and help them out in a time when they needed it. You might not know how you're doing that, guys, but uh, for us, fortunately, it's this platform where we can reach out and, and be in somebody's ears and let them know that we're there. And I'm glad that Elsie found us. I'm glad that she put out a note saying as much and I wanted to express not only our appreciation for that and let her know how good it made us feel but let her know that that took a lot of courage and I think we recognize that a lot of people still and that's part of what our mental health discussion was about is the stigma attached to us still think it takes a ton of courage to reach out and say hey I'm dealing with something so Elsie uh, you're my hero I thank you very much Thanks for listening. I'm glad we were able to help you. It humbles me to know that uh, that you appreciate what we offered and uh, glad we were able to, to help you through and, and we'll continue to be here to do so. Yeah, no, I agree. Elsie uh, is forever and always a, a good friend of the Morbidly Macabre show. Um, I think it goes without saying that I, you know, I want to continue to have that you know, friendship and relationship with you if you'll have us and would love to continue to talk and get to know you. And, you know, maybe someday along the line, we can, you know, phone you in and talk or something. Cause yeah, that, yeah, that rocked me and it, it was, it was awesome. And I'm glad that we were able to provide that platform for you during your hard time. And I hope that we continue to do that for you and bring it, you know, bring quality content that you can kind of escape and enjoy for a little while with us. Cause that's kind of what, what we use it for. So I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you. And I thank you for reaching out to us. Cause you know, with us making your day, I I'm telling you, you made our day. Oh, so yeah. I, you know, yeah. that you, it was reciprocated for sure. So yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. That's what I do this for. I, I told Brian on the phone that, you know, I don't do this for the money. I do it for these kind of moments, and that, that just yeah. that just reaffirmed it to me. So, I, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. I, I appreciate it. I She's do. a rock star. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And then, as uh, another ending too, just to see if our core listeners are still listening all the way through. I'm gonna put this. We're gonna put this at the very end. Yeah. If Mel is listening until this point. Pick a topic that you want to talk about. And we'll get you on the show. But you have to, you have to listen yeah. to till this point, so we know that you're listening. Yeah. If you're listening until this point, pick a topic. We'll bring you on. We'll get it going. Since yep. you're the number one fan, let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Get on here, LC. Hit us up if you want to do the same thing. Yeah. I know we hit on uh, the the heavy stuff, and I think part of the re- I would like to think part of the reason you like us is we hit on the. The, the heavy morbid stuff but we do throw in the lighthearted things as well so uh, I could talk about yoga for two hours yeah, you know, uh, no problem I probably couldn't but I could tr- I could fake it through yeah. there so uh, so I'll see if you got a favorite case if you got a something that intrigues you that uh, 
It fits into our wheelhouse. Hit us up. Even if it doesn't fit into our wheelhouse, I love research. Tell us what you want here. I want to make sure we, uh, we include you in this as well. Yes. Morbidly Macabre. This is Morbidly Macabre with your boy Mitchell from Two-A-Day. Two films a day keep the brain sane with Austin, Brian, and our special guest that does not like the greatest film of the decade, Hereditary, for some reason. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.